Nick, 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 Take some time to realize. So I'm telling you just how I feel. So hey. Hell yeah. Holiday hose. Oh shit. That's right. Um perfect. That's a great intro. We're keeping that for for years and years and years. Um Hello. You've come to the good, the bad, and the movies. Hey. It's uh holiday specials with the holiday hose. And I've got some questions for you. Are you a fan of Christmas? P- pretty straightforward. Um, we've been over this three times. I'm an atheist. <laughs> I don't believe Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior, but I still like Christmas. Okay. Are you a fan of Drake? Yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Are you a fan of Josh? <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> Even more. You love Josh. Big Josh fan. Let's go, Josh. Well, if you said yes to any of those questions, you came to the right place. This is the good, the bad, and the movies. And this week, we watched Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. As usual, I'm Brandon. Sitting across from me, my co-host, Lucas Lorenz. That's correct. And our guest star today, like we mentioned in Santa with Muscles, a returning star. Here to take her crown back, it's Marina. Hi. I'm ready to make the next top listen to episode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have held the record until two weeks ago. Uh, I think week? it was like three weeks ago three when weeks Birdemic ago. took over. So now you're back on the scene. Of course, for another childhood classic. Yes. A Nickelodeon. Lucas, you love Nickelodeon. I do. I love slime. I love SpongeBob. I love those those stupid live action plays they do, like around Christmas and fall time. You know, those just what? get me. The live action plays. Yeah, they have like live action plays on Nickelodeon. It's like Bobby's Christmas play, you know, and they always advertise. You know, what I'm talking no, about. no, I do not know what you're talking. About. It's like a, they do like a live Christmas special with like a teen Nickelodeon star of the day. Have I derailed this already? I the, I believe you, but I don't know what you're talking the about. The only thing that I thought of when you first said plays was the Disney Channel Olympic Games. It's mm. similar to that. Okay, but it's not. And not even a little bit. So for all the listeners out there, my biggest fault in life is believing everything that comes out of Lucas's <laughs> mouth. So I really don't know if you're telling the truth or not, yeah, but I'll believe you either way. There's All-Star Christmas. That's 40 minutes long. What? I... <laughs> There's there's top twelve holiday holiday specials, live action Loud House. There's a bunch of these. I'm not. Oh, the kids in my class are obsessed with the Loud House. Nickelodeon's Ho Ho Holiday Special. I don't know what these are, but I guess it's correct since you're actually pulling them straight up. So Dan Schneider molested most of them. That is accurate. All of them. That is that is actually true. Um, We won't get into that quite yet. Quite yet. (laughs) 
Okay. That Dan Schneider had a lot of holiday hoes. I was just about to... Oh, I was about to make that joke. Really? Yes. Um, Schneider, I hardly know her. Nice. Um, so today, like I said... <gasps> Wait. I have a para in my classroom who just recently started listening to your... No, a para oh. in my classroom who recently started listening to your podcast. And okay. her last name is Snyder. Almost Schneider. And now I'm going to shout her out so she keeps listening. Wait. Is she of the like the pretzel family? Uh, you know, I love oh, Snyder's pretzels. I don't think so, but I never made that connection. Those those honey mustard and sweet onion bit ones. You know what I'm talking about. You know, on Nickelodeon where they were playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking They have like buffalo flavored ones too. Yeah, and they're like little kind of almost like rolled little pretzel things and they're broken yeah. into pieces and they're great. You would hate them because they have onion. Okay, so anyways... Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. Yeah. Another childhood classic. That's what we watched today. Love which the Nickelodeon. It's actually a Marina suggestion. And because it is a <clears throat> tradition for her. Yeah. So ever since I was little, I don't know how old, but we would drink hot chocolate and watch this movie. So most of the time on Christmas Eve, sometimes like are just around Christmas Eve, but... Always have to watch it around Christmas, even though it's trash garbage. And you always but, have to drink hot chocolate. Yes, you always have to drink hot chocolate. So this it. was pretty cool. So it was, we watched it during the day on December 15th, and instead of hot chocolate, we're just drinking alcohol. Ooh. So, alcohol. For me, for our beer today, I'm continuing <laughs> the Powder Hound from last week, so that in our last week of our holiday movies, I can get something different. But Lucas, Marina... Hi. Hey. What up? You got something different. We're because you don't drink beers, really. No, we are of the similar taste. Um, so we're <laughs> drinking these these True Lies. It's a hard seltzer of the fruity variety. Mine is a watermelon lemonade. Mine is strawberry lemonade, and Lucas is new. Is watermelon's new? They switched yeah. out black cherry, and it tastes just like a Jolly Rancher. And they switched it out for. Racial reasons. People got mad at them for calling it black cherry. Well. Because it should just be cherry. So they went to the much more racially sensitive watermelon. <laughs> uh-huh. Which has no racial connotations at all. It's less than 1% juice, which is great. Low calories. Gluten-free. You can follow them on Instagram. Sweet. It's That's great. Cans. Truly. <laughs> and uh, how are you guys enjoying your Trulies? Good. It was a lot better before it was warm, mm -hmm. but you know, still doing the job. 5% alcohol. Yeah. Two will get you there. One will get me there these days. Alrighty. And yeah, like I said, Powder Hound, remember, uh, don't drink and drive. Put down your your beer while you're driving so that you can birth your unborn child. And put down the cocaine. While you're driving. Put it down. You're going to crash. Put down, put down the gun, <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> yeah, Grandma Snedeker. <laughs> Grandma Snedeker. Oh, which one? Diane. Which, wait, which mm. one is more likely to have a gun? Well, it's clearly Grandma uh, Kathy. 100% Kathy. But he said Grandma Diane, so. Grandma Diane's way too nice. I don't know what Grandma Diane has done to be holding a gun and doing coke, but. <laughs> Grandma Diane probably wouldn't even hold a gun if there was someone intruding into her house. <laughs> she would just be like, please get out. Okay. What if she was taken in a van? Oh, wait, that was the 
Greg and Josh go to Hollywood. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <what's, laughs> so a uh, little insight here. We watched Drake and Josh go to Hollywood after Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh, because we had to take our dog to the vet in between and didn't want to pause. So we did a double back-to-back Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh go to Hollywood is much better. The superior film? It is the superior film, <clears throat> but it doesn't have a Christmas nostalgia. Okay. And it doesn't have Zigfee. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't have Zigfee. And it also put Lucas to sleep. So yeah, That's true. Yeah. A little couch nap with Big some time. chicky nuggies. Woke like up and when inhaled we used them. to live together. It was. <laughs> okay. Drake and Josh. All encompassing. But today, just Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. And uh, our director is uh, Michael Grossman. He's okay. Done a, he's done a lot. Um, a lot of TV, and I'll, I'll name off the TVs and how many episodes he's done of the ones that are notable, but he did the Keenan and Kel Two Heads Are Better Than None movie. Oh, yeah. He did one episode of that show Firefly. Really? Never heard One of episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. One episode of One Tree Hill. Mmm. <laughs> love One Tree Hill. One episode of Gilmore Girls. No. One, three episodes of Star Trek Enterprise. No. Nope. Wow. Four episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Ooh. He's a TV vet. Uh-huh. Eight episodes of Zoe 101. <laughs> love. <Ooh. laughs> um, one episode of Gossip Girl. One episode of Nashville. One episode of The Fosters. <gasps> My favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just right down your alley. Seven episodes of Pretty Little Liars. Mm. Damn, this guy's shaped a lot of Marina's life. Yeah, he has a <laughs> Two episodes show. of Switched at Birth. Oof. Yep. And two episodes of Cobra Kai. Okay. He's like dabbling in like sci-fi things and medical and then like your One Tree Hill, pretty little, all these kind of like targeting young women demographic. You got Cobra Kai. And I had a classmate who was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really? You had a classmate. Every one of your classmates are famous. Yeah, just this one. The one that dated Carrie Fisher and Glenn Close and was in Animal House and Seinfeld. But how, and was in the band. How was he a classmate? No, that was my uncle. How oh. was he a classmate no, of yours? Yeah. And dated Carrie Fisher? Well, because... What kind of age difference is that? We've talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, his child was at the university, and he was just taking some classes to chill out. You know, drop a hang okay, with the cool Okay, yeah, youngins. that's right. I forgot about it. I forgot that it was a college classmate. I was thinking high school. Yeah. yeah I was thinking college. he was your age, no, and no. he would pull in Carrie but Fisher. We he was in my Woody Allen class. Yeah. So we watched Woody Allen movies together. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And started my affin- my love for Woody Allen. And Wes Anderson. And other pedophiles. <laughs> Dan Oof. Schneider. Dan Schneider. Um, so yeah, that's uh, Michael Grossman. Hell of a filmography. More of a tovography. Yeah. Televisionography. A yeah. marina formativography. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and then our writers today... Dan Schneider. Boo. He's made some bangers. Uh, That was a bad thing to say. (laughs) He's made some great TV series. Banger, I hardly know. Very good. Yeah, he's made some great TV shows. Um, Good Burger. Yeah. Keenan and Kel. The movie Big Fat Liar. (gasps) Wait. Do you have any information about this movie? Big Fat Liar? I think I know it. I don't have any right now for you, but I can really quickly pull it up because it is a very common like kids movie. Um, it has um, it has um the guy who plays the spy in the what? It's got Frankie Muniz, yes, Frankie and Amanda Muniz. Bynes, yeah, and Paul Giamatti, 
And Frankie Muniz yeah. lies his way out of everything. And, yep. Yeah. A story about Good Burger. In yes. high school, my friend Eric convinced us oh, that no. <laughs> that Kel was played by Waka Flocka Flame. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we all believed that for a long time. So that... it was Keenan Thompson and Waka Flocka. Yeah, who went by a different name at the time. Flocka! <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Dan Schneider, Good, Good Burger, Keenan and Kel, Big Fat Liar. He did The Amanda Show. He did all that. He wrote for Drake and Josh, plus all the movies. Zoe 101, iCarly, plus the iCarly Goes to Japan movie. Um, Victorious, basically just one after the other. He's a Nickelodeon staple. Yes. You've also got Stephen Malaro, who is pretty much the same Amanda show. Drake and Josh, plus the movie Zoe 101, iCarly. And The Big Bang Theory. Oh. And Young Sheldon. Oh, mm. shout out Young Sheldon. Your favorite. We love Young Sheldon. <laughs> In our dynasty fantasy football chat. In our dynasty chat. fantasy football chat, For young Sheldon really makes his way into the chat a lot. Yeah. Eric, this one's for you. Eric and Chris. Yeah. Once again, Chris Leopold coming back in. Eric, who was just mentioned. Chris does say that young Sheldon, he reminds him of his father, <laughs> who's like the, who's like a satellite designer guy. So he thinks that, that's His a, father is a satellite designer? Yeah, I think I've said this before. And he runs a hospital. No, Chris is the marketing for a hospital. Yeah. Chris's dad invented the Verizon satellite, all sorts of things. But, Smart family. Well, I invented the like, flavor brush, okay? Yeah, well, like Chris did invent the Native American uh, reverse oh, yeah. microwave. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> um, okay, a cast today. You've obviously got Drake Bell, Josh Peck, Miranda Cosgrove. Those are the big names. The staples. Yep. I didn't include the parents because they really aren't in this movie. Like, they are, but who cares? You've got Bailey Madison, Sweet Little Mary Alice. Okay. You got Jerry Trainer, Crazy Steve. Yeah. Yvette Nicole Brown, who's actually a pretty big name, but Helen. Shirley from Community. Mm-hmm. And you've got Kevin Slice, aka Kimbo Slice. Oh hell yeah. Former street fighter turned UFC star. Died of a heart complication at a very young age. Well, we could see that coming. Man, if you ever get a moment and you're into fights. Look up Kimbo Slice Street Fight. This man was a brute. Yeah, he would like knock people's heads off their head, heads off their neck, <laughs> gouge their eyes. He was a real Jesus. deal. He, and then he went UFC and he won several, like even without any like formal training, just yeah, just he romped beat, on he people. He beat some big names. Yeah, Ken he, Shamrock was someone he Ken beat. Ken Shamrock. Yeah. yeah, people were afraid of him because just just look at Kimbo Slice. He's a very large man. Yeah, <laughs> this man is scary. Um, so our plot today. Stepbrothers Drake and Josh must give a foster family the best Christmas ever or face years in jail for a Christmas party gone wrong. Which was not their fault at all. No, and also most of the crimes were because of they tried to escape prison, wasn't it? Yes. As well. Yeah, that... Which was not really a result of the party gone wrong. No, that just ended Josh in temporary jail. Yeah. Actually, he could have been in there for a while based on the charges that they were... They were levying against him. Yeah. All jail is temporary. The world is our mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very philosophical, Lucas. Thanks. Get woke, people! I can't wait for our COVID vaccine episode. Hell yeah. Please, no. <laughs> um, okay, so I've got quite a history for you guys. Drake and Josh is quite a show. Um, and being a movie, and the third movie of this series... With Drake and Josh going back prior to the series, let's dive deeply into, into Marina's childhood. Marina's childhood <laughs> with Drake and Josh. 
It is an American sitcom created by Dan Schneider. Ooh. Yeah, but also you did create a lot of stuff we love. Yeah. Yeah. For Nickelodeon. Uh, the series follows stepbrothers Drake and Josh as they live together despite opposite personalities. After the actors Belle and Peck previously appeared in the Amanda show together, Schneider decided to create Drake and Josh with them in starring roles inspired by their deferring personalities and wanting their characters to have traits similar to their own. Yeah. The series ran from January 11th, 2004 to September 16th, 2007, totaling 56 episodes and four seasons. It also had three TV films, Drake and Josh Go to Hollywood in 2006, um, Drake and Josh Really Big Shrimp in 2007, and Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh in 2008. When released, this show was Nickelodeon's highest rated series premiere in over 10 years with 3.2 million views. And as of 2006, Drake and Josh ranked consistently among the 10 most watched cable shows of the week. Not even just family-wide, just 10 most watched, and was the top-rated live-action series among children aged 2 to 11. You boob. <laughs> My freaking boobs. Okay, I have two things to say. Okay. It feels like Drake and Josh had way more episodes than that. Than 56? Yeah. And went on for a lot longer than that. It does feel like three and a half years. Also, yeah. I can never remember anything about Really Big Shrimp. It's just the forgotten movie. Yeah, it's it's uh, Really Big Shrimp is the one where, like, he I think it was a two episode like TV thing where it didn't it wasn't quite like a movie, but it was considered one because it was two yeah. 40 minute episodes. And that and that guy died, and his last words were Rosebud, and then Drake and Josh had to figure out what he meant. When he died. Yeah. Are you being serious? No, this is Citizen okay. Kane. <laughs> okay. Um, no, no, it's where Josh, like, gets distracted by really big shrimp. At, and they have to work on the conveyor belt, right? At a, nope. No. That's a TV. That's <laughs> one mind. of the episodes. Okay. It's um, not even worth it. Okay. It's where they, like, fail to get a Super Bowl ad because Josh signs a bad contract because he's distracted by really big shrimp in a recording studio. Okay. And really big shrimp is an oxymoron. It is an oxymoron. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah. English English teacher humor. Um, okay. More, Go you. More history. In 2018, some beef between the two actors arose on Twitter. Beef. Mm-hmm. Dra- yep. Drake revealed in his tweets that Josh hadn't invited him to his and Paige's wedding. The actor wrote, when you're not invited to the wedding, the message is clear. Loyalty is key. key. Always remember where you came from. True colors have come out today. Message is loud and clear. Ties are officially cut. I'll miss you, brother. And then and then the mail actually was just delayed by a day. <laughs> <laughs> the postman just put it to the do- next door. That would be a pretty Jake, Drake, and Josh scenario. Yeah, yeah, it would be. However, he did delete all the tweets later and explained in an interview that he was, in quotes, just being cranky over not being called to his friend's wedding. Although Drake's tweets blew up on social media and fans were convinced that the two had fallen apart, they continue to be on good terms and share a cordial relationship. In an interview with 17.com, whatever that is. It's a teeny bopper magazine, okay? You took real offense to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Drake shared that he and Josh talked about their beef and their relationship is as strong as it always was. (coughs) So good for them. Remember the YouTube video they did? Yeah, there's a YouTube video where they come together and they watch like their cringiest moments from the TV show before and just from their act 
acting careers. Yeah, isn't Josh like a YouTuber now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like with the whole YouTuber thing. Yeah, a big part of that YouTube video is actually just about Drake did like a naked photo shoot when he was like super cut because he just wanted one for like his house. Nice. And it's just Josh just commenting about how much dick he showed in it. <laughs> Give me more dick. So that YouTube, their beef is not here anyway. It's squashed, squashed beef. Yum. My la- <laughs> Yeah, really <laughs> yummy. And my last bit of history is that in March of 2019, Drake Bell announced that he and Josh Peck were working on a Drake and Josh revival that would feature both reprising their roles. The proposed project would have featured similar characters and scenarios in a more adult comedic way. At the time, they were in discussions with several networks about the project. Um, in October 2021, it was reported that the revival had been canceled as a result of production delays and Bell's attempted child endangerment. Ooh. Also, they chose to revive iCarly instead. They did. But what is his child endangerment thing? Ew. My beer's got this gross plastic stuff on it. Um... (laughs) He endangered his child? No, I think it was like he was like talking to an underage child or something. There's some, I I vaguely remember it. Yeah, I vaguely remember it. That's what I thought it was, but now I'm pulling it up just in case to look. Drake Bell. She was endangering her sexually. Drama. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think that's what you should Google. I'll beat you up with my dick. (laughs) He pleads not guilty to child endangerment charges. That was the first thing that came up. Um... He was disseminating matter harmful to children. The hell does that mean? What's disseminating? Sending out. Yeah. Dick pics. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. So that's considered child endangerment instead of like. He had concluded that a teen had established a relationship with Drake Bell several years prior that had attended this concert in 2017. While there, he violated his duty of care and in doing so created a risk of harm to the victim. Hmm. Weird charge. Yeah. yeah. Really weird charge. So, yeah. And we could get into the Dan Schneider shit if you want. I didn't put nope. that in my history. I'd rather not. Okay. <laughs> I, don't Lucas... think, I don't think any of it's like official or on the record, right? I think there's just a lot of rumors that he I don't know. is a molester. That's what I can gather. I think that if there's enough, they're probably not rumors. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we're not going to get into it. Okay. I have a question. Okay. As the guest star, can I read the tagline when we get to it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Budget time. <laughs> I Lucas. Won't, I won't get this job stolen out from under me. <laughs> <laughs> the budget is North America. N.A. <laughs> not applicable. It's a... It's a Disney show released specifically on Nickel or not Disney, a Nickelodeon movie released specifically for TV. So I couldn't find any budget, as well as the box office, as well as box office, which sadly. is NA for US and Canada and worldwide as well, and opening week. So we know yeah. nothing. We know nothing about if this movie commercially was a flop or not. If you had to guess, do you <clears throat> think it made money? Yes. What about you? Yeah. I saw the first line of the the fact, so I think it does make money. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I bet it makes money. I mean, they're they're reprising this role. It's not like huge production value. There's no crazy stunts. There, there is a crazy Steve. There is a crazy Steve. Oof. 
And they're just basically bringing back all the same characters, except for some child actors, Henry Winkler and Kimbo Slice. So I don't think it could have cost them that much. Kimbo shells out, though. Henry Winkler probably did, too, for his small stint. Who was that? He was the judge. He was also the Fonz. He was the Fonz. Oh. Anyways. It's tagline time. Yes. Me, me, me. Okay. Me, 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 meow. This is not a tagline, but it's a separate title. Yeah, sadly, I couldn't find a tagline for this. <laughs> You're really setting us up for failure. I know. <laughs> Thought this was going to be the best part about being a guest. Okay. Drake and Josh, best Christmas ever! Yeah. With an exclamation point. Yeah. Is that a better title than Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh? No. Yeah. Ooh. I would argue the tradition of the Merry Christmas Charlie Brown sentiment that is pervades American culture and media <laughs> prevails in the naming of this movie. All right, speech and debate time, honey. What's your rebuttal? Okay, well, my rebuttal is that Lucas said a lot of big words and also knows a lot of English things that I do not. <laughs> But I like Best Christmas Ever because they have to make that girl have the best Christmas ever. So I think it works. I think Best Christmas Ever fits the movie more. Although Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh might be the better title. I'm sorry, honey. Happy wife, happy life, honey. (laughs) I mean, um, Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh, Best Christmas Ever. Totally (laughs) rocks. I don't... Um, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get it. I'm sorry. And I didn't even have a real tagline for you. God, you better give me another job. You can't. You're back. I meant it in the <laughs> podcast. Um, okay. It's time for our Schneider facts. No. You Sleep facts. Sleep facts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, you know, I heard Santa's reindeer needed to stop and get a cool drink, but I'll bet you old Saint Nick's gonna be here real soon. Excuse me, I distinctly ordered a diet root beer, and this tastes like sh- I'm talking to children. Fleeb fact number Fleab. one. Fleeb. I don't remember. Oh, don't worry, it's in my quotes. It's, okay, it's in my quotes too. Perfect. It probably is in Lucas's as well. Um, <laughs> My first Fleeb fact is the premiere of Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh had 8.095 million viewers. So 8,095,000 viewers. Like that's how many people watched it when it premiered on TV? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's like three Super Bowls. No. What? The amount of people from three Super Bowls watching this. That, that's, that's crazy high, isn't it? That's not three Super Bowls. I don't understand. The Super Bowl's bringing way more views than 8 million. But, I know, that's crazy, but, but the Super Bowl is only America, and Drake and Josh could be worldwide. So that means the Super Bowl's even better. It's racking in more views per area. Oh. VPA. VPA. Is, Anyways. He does always talk about VPA. Yeah, I'm really big on VPA. <laughs> <laughs> But 8.095 million views. So I'm thinking just on its from it brought in 
some form of budget for Nickelodeon. Dozens of dollars. But did it bring in a profit <laughs> or just? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. less in the long. Okay. And it's and it's less like they make money off it. It's more how many advertisers they can sell for that space. How many people are bringing in to watch Nickelodeon as a whole? Because they're not like selling tickets. They're that's true. They're doing yeah. TV shit, which I don't really know all that much about. Yeah, it's hard to equate. Bring in if you square the denominator and put in the nominal value. The formula for pain. The formula for pain. <laughs> yeah, that's my first fleeb fact. Second fleeb fact is that jo- a lot of these are actually like Easter eggs to different TV shows or movies. Nice. But um, the second one is Josh Peck's weight loss is mentioned when Helen tells Josh he can't be Santa Claus because he lost too much weight. And boy, oh boy, did he. Yeah, I know he lost a lot of weight. Like, you can just tell. Do we know, like, how much? He was. I, I don't know what his exact weight is during this, but I know that he was over 350 what? when the show started. What? Yeah. Yeah, he lost a ton of weight. 350 pounds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do like you a... not do you not remember? I'm going to look at the picture. Was he just completely round? Yeah, season one, Josh was very big. Hmm. Headaches! <laughs> Headaches! <laughs> 350 is gigantic, yeah. though. That's like oh, I'm going to show you. Bigger than most NFL offensive linemen. Look at this. I don't know if that... He doesn't look 350. Look at that. Well, offensive linemen also have just like a ton of muscle. Fat makes up a lot. Yeah. Well, in, in any case, he was a little a slim down, slender guy. This oh, one. yeah. He lost a ton of weight. Look at, the, look at his face. <laughs> he was doing the Chris Farley thing before, where he's the, the big guy running around going crazy yeah just just that the the big goofball he was gibby before gibby yeah Yeah. um okay my next one is that the the parents listen to a radio in their vacation hut the same packard bell am ready radio model ar851 was used on gilligan's island oh cool any gilligan fans no I, i watched a little gilligan how come they could build a radio out of a coconut but they couldn't build a boat to get their ass off the island i don't think they built a radio out of a coconut they did is that a scripted show yeah is that the one with the the um volleyball with the face that's no, that's castaway, castaway. Oh. That's that's a movie. was like the three hour tour yeah the three hour tour I don't know they were yeah the three hour tour and it was gilligan and the professor and a bunch of hot girls mm-hmm and the native. And they were on an island. Yeah. Hmm. From like the 50s or something. Yeah, I know it's really old. So yeah, that's the same AM radio that was using Gilligan's Island. Like I said, a lot of these are just Easter eggs from here on out. Um, when Josh is arrested, his, he has his mugshot taken, and his registration number is NCC1701, the registration number of the Enterprise in the Star Trek original series. <laughs> call back to michael grossman as the director who did three episodes on star trek okay i was about to ask if that was on purpose but um, yeah the answer is yes (laughs) he's just plugging in he is just trying to get anything out there um when drake is first talking to mary alice you see a computer behind her and it's on the icarly website Ooh, that one got your attention i like that Random dancing. <laughs> Random dancing. Yeah. Think about how little Freddie actually had to do in that show because he actually wasn't ever working the camera. Yeah, he was doing the random dancing button. 
and he was on camera a lot of the time. But like during the actual iCarly, he didn't do any filming because it was actually just the film. Well, he had to pretend like he was filming. He was acting just like everybody else. Quit downplaying Freddie's accomplishments. <laughs> Nathan Chris. Freddie is an angel. He got really hot. Yeah, he did. He is responsible for ninety percent of the production on that show. Mm-hmm. And they, those two girls just wrecked him emotionally. Yeah physically all of the above yeah one emotionally uh sam did both yeah carly just emotionally double emotional yeah that poor boy um next is that drake's license plate is bdr 529 i know that one big dick robber (laughs) 529 nope starsky and hutch right no this is the same as in the blues brothers oh close which is a call to their blues brothers episode in the tv series oh yeah I'm a soul man. Yeah, and when, they wear the hats and the glasses and the and Josh, fat Josh himself, does like flips yeah. across the stage. Uh huh. Yep. John Belushi is another one of those guys. Yes, he or is. Jim Belushi, one of the two. John. See the dead Jim? one. I don't. Oh, now, now I don't know. The dead one is the better one. Yeah, I don't remember. John. Two more. The blue stuffed toy. Um, next to the decorated long chair. What? Oh, the tree that they decorate. Oh, lawn chair. Not long. <laughs> okay. The blue stuffed toy next to it is the same as the one from Zoe 101. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, I don't... That one's not as fun <laughs> as the iCarly one. Um, and then obviously the one that we all saw is when Spencer drives away in the DeLorean, his license plate falls off. Yep. It does the exact same spin as it does in Back to the Future. Oh, I thought that was an Inception thing. No, it's not what? an Inception thing. When the top is spinning and you don't know if it's going to tip over. Does it fall or does it nobody not? Li- nobody likes Inception. It was obviously Back to the Future. <laughs> we Lucas, love the Back to the Future. fall or not? It was falling. It was wobbling. So he's in real life. But the real token was his wedding ring. Ooh. That's that's the take. That's the correct take. That's great. Yeah. My take is that I've tried to watch it like five times and I've fallen asleep every time. So uh-huh. it obviously sucks. Christopher Nolan just isn't for you either because you don't like Interstellar. You tried to watch that one several times, I've heard as well. You hate Sure. You hate Batman. Sure. This is so good. I hate anything that's not a Nickelodeon childhood movie. <laughs> <laughs> and my last fact is not an Easter egg, but this film originally came from an unmade project titled Drake and Josh in Manhattan. Ooh. Though some sources have the script reportedly titled as Drake and Josh Ruin Manhattan. The film would have involved the two traveling to New York City for one of Drake's concerts, only to be mistaken for two look-alike wanted criminals and falsely arrested. After being released, the two are forced to help an orphanage as part of their parole, only to face off against the two doppelganger criminals who are trying to rob the same orphanage. It's believed that the project never took off due to lack of theatrical interest and a high budget, causing the film to be scrapped in favor of Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. The unused script was loosely rewritten and reused for this project. So, this is a low-budget version of that. So, with the amount of views that it brought in, a lower-budget version, they had to have made some kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. They were cutting every edge they could. Would you have watched Drake and Josh ruin Manhattan? A hundred percent I would have. Lucas? It also sounds like it combines the two, Drake and Josh... Go to Hollywood and Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. Kind of like where they're traveling and they get in trouble with criminals. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, 
They should just stay home in San Diego. And also really big shrimp where they mess up a, at a concert venue kind of thing. Yeah. But also in order for Drake to travel to New York for a concert, he would have had to be so famous by then. Uh, he's a big guy. He's a big name. I mean, he's playing at the premiere. He's big enough to be sending dick, I guess he dick was, pics to teenagers. That's true. And he was, he on, was on TRL. Yeah. Not MTV. Well, it was, TRL. Sorry. It was their the version of MTV. real life. Probably. Big Dick Robert. <laughs> I think TRL's a real thing. TRL is a real thing. But on in that little thing, it said MTV on a screen. Because TRL used to be, like, TRL used to be a real thing on MTV, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Like, where they brought musicians. And then it's kind of like in yeah, Good Morning America MTV where you thing, stand yeah. in the window with oh, the signs. Oh, okay, yeah. But for musicians. Oh, yeah, I do know that, actually. It's yeah. always MTV. Yeah. Deep down, we are all MTV. I love MTV. Video killed the radio star. That, yeah. MTV is not what it used to be. I know it's not what it used <laughs> to be. Did you know I look exactly like the girl in the Video Killed the Radio Star music video? From the Bangles? No. From the other people who did it. The Buggles. The, um... Ooh. Pretty sure it's the Bangles. <laughs> it's the Bangles that no, sing it. No, 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 no. The other, the other, the remake of it. <laughs> Who remade Video Killed the Radio Star? Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Okay. <laughs> All I was thinking was Pentatonix version no. of Video Killed the Radio Star. It's like the robot. It's kind of like a robot. <laughs> what? A robot. A robot. Remix. Robot killed the radio star. The- Oh no! It's the bu- <laughs> never mind. It's the b- oh, it is the the buggles. It's I not the males. I called it the buggles. You, you did get it right. Whatever. That's Anyways, what I meant. But I look just like the girl in it. <laughs> and I used to. Okay. Also, I used to be able to do that song on like expert on dance dance. Ac- yes. <laughs> is that my only fun fact? Is that you already know it? I mean, we've been together for a while, so I do know that fact. Okay. <laughs> and that. Is our last fleeb fact. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> fleeb facts. <laughs> Burp. Holiday hose facts? Nice. Yep. I was ready. I had to get it in there at least once. That's what she said. Ooh, good one. Okay. So, it's movie time. My first note is just... Nickelodeon. That's the remember, slide. Remember when it used to be like an orangutan? Yeah, I, all I'm thinking of is the post-credit scene from Jimmy Neutron, the yeah. DNA Productions. Hi, I'm Paul. With his three eyes. Did so you know, it's not Nickelodeon. Back in like the 1910s, a Nickelodeon, you would put a nickel in and you would go up to it like a viewing machine and it would play a cartoon. And that's what the original Nickelodeon was. So I, I knew that you. I knew that that was an invention, you. actually. I didn't know that that's what it was called. And that's what it's named after, yeah. No. Yes. Nope. The name kind of makes sense because you put a nickel Stop. in to pay. I'm not... Odeon, like accordion, like a moving kind of. I'll show you. He's looking it up. Is he right? Stop or is encouraging he... him. Well, I what hate if this game. Right? No, I hate a this game theater. that you guys do. I told you. Just because it says Nickelodeon movie theater. See? I don't believe it. It was concocted from nickel. I just thought I remember. They're shown in peep show machines. 
I'm choosing not to believe you this time, Lucas. <laughs> I just thought I remembered something like that from Intro to Film, which is when you said it, it rung a bell. A Drake bell. Oh. Nice. Snap. Yeah. So, Nickelodeon. The the TV series, not the not the device. theatrical device that you all know and love. Um, yeah. We start with just establishing Jots. Drake is cool, driving his Camaro SS. Um, Josh, Josh is not cool. He's blowing up a, a sand, uh, snowman. Inflatable snowman With balloon. like his greasy long hair. Very yeah, greasy. His hair is so bad. They both movie. look so old. They do. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, this is not our childhood Drake and Josh. These are fully fledged adults. Yeah. And Megan is driving a moped that she's hooked up with Nas. Yeah, she's old enough to have a driver's license. Also not our childhood Drake and Josh. No, our childhood Megan. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. But the show Drake But she Josh. has Nas. <laughs> On her scooter. On her scooter. She's like trying to race the people next to the her. The frat boys in a Mustang. Yeah. So you just kind of get those shots. We see that the parents are leaving for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to go on a winter tropical island vacation. Okay, but this is a little bit after this, but Josh talks about like how Christmas is family time and stuff, but literally his parents left for yep. Christmas. Mm-hmm. So like, why does he care? Why does he care about Drake doing something else? <laughs> okay. Anyways. It's a good point. Maybe he was sick of his family abandoning abandoning him, and he wanted to hold on to the last tethers of family he had left. Just like the tethers that were holding down that inflatable snowman (laughs) balloon that were cut by Megan. They were cut by Megan and cut proverbially as his parents drive away. Yeah, his they cut his heartstrings. Yeah, he's so proud of his big inflatable snowman. He's like, look, I got this big giant snowman. And then Megan just comes and immediately cuts it when he's not looking. His heartstrings. And then he chases it down the street like the boob that he is. Yeah, he's a boob. His heartstrings. <laughs> okay, get over it. His corde tendine is the scientific Nobody term. likes your smart talk. <laughs> so when they're leaving, the parents are like, all right, guys, don't no party and don't have anybody over. But they are saying that to Drake Bell, and, or Drake Parker, I should say, noted partier, makeout pro. Babe Magnet. Rockstar. Not Josh. No. Josh, they know he won't party because he's got Mindy. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Were you a bigger Drake or Josh fan growing up? Drake because I thought he was hot. Okay. Josh because he was funnier. I was a Josh fan. Boo. Boob. Boob. Yeah. Josh is the, the comedic relief. But yes, Drake is the hotter one. What about now, though? Is Josh the hotter one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, I would need to see <laughs> pictures of both of them now. <laughs> I would need to see pictures because Josh is really hot now. And I think that Drake is kind of wrinkly. He if is I a little wrinkly. Correctly, so maybe it's Josh now. I mean, he's very, like, wafy. Drake what does that mean? is. Like, you know. <laughs> 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 you, can't, you can't lift a bench press bar, you know. Yeah, He's so got it's the, probably Josh. The long swept bangs. I never thought he was all that good looking, anyways, as a straight man. Well, you also were a twelve year old girl, yeah. so <laughs> you also weren't in love with Josh Hutchinson. Yeah. Oh. Or mm. the elf from the Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, we don't need to talk about it. Or Chase from Zoe One Hundred and One. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Lynn Spears was one of my first big crushes from Zoe One Hundred and One. No, I didn't really, really like. Jamie Lynn all that much. Who, but who did you like? I'm trying to remember. Britney Spears was my brother's first. I liked Britney Spears. I liked Maria Sharapova. 
Oh, tennis, huh? Tennis player. Of course you did. (laughs) Yeah. You probably weren't allowed to watch Nickelodeon at your Montessori. Well, no, we didn't have televisions. (laughs) We had had the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going to get back into it. Um, After this intro, you get the classic Drake and Josh transition arrow swipe. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're at... The premiere. They're at the theater. The theater. Well, they're at the mall walking into the theater. Yes. And um, Drake is going to be throwing a Christmas party on the roof of the for the premiere. Yeah, but so Josh is like, what the hell? You can't do that. Well, he can because he got permission already from Helen. As, because she's invited. Because, yeah, her two stipulations were as long as she is invited and as long as there are churros. Yeah. And this is my kind of party. Churros. Yeah, you love churros. I fucking love a good churro. Yeah, but the, it's definitely the Nickelodeon humor here where it's like, oh, churros are silly. Let's just throw that everywhere. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, why does it have to be in there? Chur- yeah, because yeah, a lot of churro talk. Josh goes, churros or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, classic Drake and Josh that Helen lets Drake do whatever she wants or do whatever he wants because she's like in love with him. Mm-hmm. Then you get introduced to Crazy Steve again. He's still at the premiere. Screams at some woman yeah, about... He hasn't shot up the mall yet. He has not. He's like so sweet to the kid asking about Santa and then screams at the woman. Classic. Because it, it wasn't a diet Coke root beer. Classic Crazy Steve. And uh, Helen is late to work because of a giant inflatable snowman. And she, <laughs> she's also... And Josh says that it was his snowman. So she's mad at him. Oh my God. Look at Louie. Oh, I'm so, going to take a picture. So Louis is currently sitting on an opposite couch underneath a heated blanket. And he freaking loves the heat. And he just decided and to be his under. Fang. Yep. And he loves to be under blanket. So he just his poked fang. his head out at us. But and he has one of his fangs sticking out. Yeah. And anyway, Helen's mad because Josh tells her that it was his snowman. So what does she do? She fucking snaps his neck. Yeah, nearly kills him. Yeah, she just cracks it, like, all the way. That's almost murder (laughs) in public over making her late for work. And he's in his fancy grandma's knitted sweatshirt. Yeah, you had a real problem with this sweater. Yeah, well, the the theme of the party is a bad sweater party, and Drake says to Josh, like, you can just wear that one. And he's like, oh, my grandma knitted this for me, but it's like a intricate design with a quarter zip on it with a tag clearly showing from the back mm-hmm. i didn't think it was that bad of a sweater either no it was a nice well sweater. it fits your style oh wow <laughs> i have good style well why do you wear my clothes so often because well, they're there yeah right yeah totally i don't wear the things you think are stylish i wear the baggy shirts that is true. <laughs> um, so Helen needs a Santa to work because there's no Santa at the picture thing. So she asked Drake. Um, she would ask Josh, but he's skinny now. That was our callback from our fleet facts. Yeah, even though Drake is skinnier still. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Josh wants but a he's roll. Hotter. Yeah. Josh wants a roll, so he gets to be the sack. <laughs> the sack of toys. Of toys. Yeah, he's gonna be the sack. And uh, then you get a scene of the parents on their island paradise. They get a deluxe bungalow yeah which they point out is just a hut and when they crack the door open with a crowbar a bunch of birds fly out yeah and the only thing that makes it deluxe is a radio yeah and uh, it's not as quiet as it seems 
But back in San Diego, Drake is kissing a girl as Santa. Classic. I this was a callback to, and I mentioned this while we were talking, but just how much making out has happens in Drake and Josh. There's so much. And like every episode, Drake is just with two or three different girls just in a corner making out. Do you think that was like part of his contract or it was just like, that's funny? Like they contracted him to do it or he wrote in he, his contract? He wrote down, I'm not going to do it unless I make out with a hot girl every episode. <laughs> that's the one. Episode. What do you think? And they have to be underage, he said every time. <laughs> oh, God. No. I think he probably just, I think... They just knew he was good looking. Do you think that was part of why they ended up, Drake and Josh ended up growing apart? Because Drake just got a new hot girl to make out with every episode. And Josh. He wouldn't make out with Josh. He's, he's like, to, I'm running 25 miles a day to lose to, all this. He had to throw root beer on himself to get a chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. Louis. Yeah, Louis. <laughs> Louis has crawled out of the heated blanket and is now huddled against a pen. It's on, on high. It probably got too hot for him. He's a good boy. Look so, at his long legs. Um, yeah, he kisses this pretty attractive girl as Santa. And then the next girl up is also like a teenage girl, but she's not as attractive. And Drake doesn't want anything to do with this, but she wants to make out with Drake. And just so hard. grabs him and starts ki- She sexually assaults him. Oh, yeah. She's like, Santa. Right? Yeah, she's like, I want some of that. Yeah, like, I'm not done with you. I want, ooh. (laughs) That's what she said when he tries to run away. So he does end up escaping, and as he's fleeing, she's chasing him down to continue her sexual assault (laughs) nightmare. (laughs) And then he hides. And he bumps into Mary Alice. Who I think is up there with Elizabeth as some of the cutest little girls of all time. Who's Elizabeth? She was from Santa with Muscles. Oh. Yeah, it was Santa's Muscles. Santa with muscles. Santa, is... Santa with muscles. <laughs> what am I, Mary Alice? Um, Mary Alice. You know, you were asking where else you've seen her yeah. when she was on. She is in Bridge to Terabithia oh, with Josh that. Hutcherson. Okay. Did you know Josh Hutcherson is like 5'4"? Yes, no, I did. No, he's 5'6". That's still... Yeah, he's short. That means Brandon's not the shortest person on the planet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There are way shorter people than me. <laughs> but yes, he is short. Zach Efron's only 5'7". Maybe I just like short guys. I I think that fits your character arc. (laughs) I was just going to look up real quick what else she's been in because there is something else. She's just the cutest little kid. She's probably in like Zathura or something. She's got a cute little little fangs. Cute little fangs. She has a tiny little butt nose. A tiny little lisp. She was also in, oh. That light brown hair. She was the daughter in that movie Brothers with Tobey Maguire. and Brothers. Brothers and Jake Gyllenhaal, where Tobey Maguire is a war vet and comes back to find his brother, Jake Gyllenhaal, sleeping with his wife, and then he has PTSD and mental breakdowns. She was in Bridge to Darabithia. She was in that um, that Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston rom-com, Just Go With It. Maybe that's where I know her from. She was in um, a remake of a Cinderella story. No. (gasps) Wait, what? A remake of it. Oh. Well, why did you tap the, me? I only like the original with the Hillary movie? Duff. You the love. boxing movie? Yeah. No, that's that's Cinderella Man. <laughs> but yeah, those are some of her biggest things. She's also been in a lot of Megan Trainer videos. I wonder how old she is now. And she was in The Fosters. But much <gasps> Wait, what? She plays Sophia Quinn. <gasps> 
<laughs> she does. Oh, shit. She was also in Once Upon a Time. She's an American oh. dad. She plays Callie's sister. <laughs> I don't know the show as well as you do, honey. Oh. But much like last week in our Santa with Muscles movie, she mistakes the fleeing Santa Claus as the real Santa Claus. And she's like, Santa... I, will you please promise to give my family the best Christmas ever? Yes. Yeah, and so Drake's like, okay, okay, sure, fine, whatever. Yeah, very eerily similar as somebody dressed as Santa, hiding from people chasing him. In a mall. In a mall who bumps into somebody who needs his help. Yes. Yeah, you did point out how close they were. Yeah. Very similar. And then goes on to help a foster home compared to an orphanage. Yeah. Pretty similar. It's really just shitty screenwriters around christmas time can only think of santa claus as a guy at the mall who escapes into other situations yes yeah Yeah. for sure yeah well after this the party on that rooftop of the premiere is popping this was not some little rinky dink party no it's a full-on concert (laughs) with light shows a huge ass stage yeah how is the roof supporting this stage of the premiere yeah. of the mall. I don't know. And all the people. Also, though, in the show, his band was never that big. Like, never that popular. I guess it just popped off after they go to Hollywood when they were on TRL. Oh. TRL's this Ooh. No, that was go to Hollywood. <laughs> See, now <laughs> we're going to get confused. <laughs> they all blend together. This is why I can never remember and he the had a Super Bowl. One. He had a Super Bowl ad. So now they're just really big. Okay. 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 It makes sense. Um, but it's ba- this scene is basically just like a Drake Bell music video. It's like yeah. it's like when U two did their music video for this where the streets have no name, and they just played on the rooftops of an L A building, and then all the people came, and the police shut it down. Maybe that was a reference to that. Yeah, it's basically just like when U two made us all listen to their album that was programmed onto all the iPhones. Yeah. It's also like when they just had a Drake Bell concert on Zoe 101. Did they? I don't remember that. In like the first couple of episodes, she plans like the spring fling and Drake Bell goes to perform at PCA. Oh, I PCA is like, I wanted Waka Flocka. (laughs) (laughs) Flocka! Remember when iCarly just had freaking plain white tees on there yes because i was obsessed with them at the time this is the time for the lover. <laughs> anyway um crazy steve invites them on the rooftop to go and hang out with him and his new girl sally they're yeah like, okay this is oh, a yeah. new girl and they're like yeah sally sally's a wood chipper yeah which is yeah he shows him pictures it's his character on his phone, crazy steve's and it's just like him hugging a wood chipper <laughs> And at this party, there are some really, like, unruly party crashers. They're not even crashers. They're just there to... Yeah, who were they? (laughs) Yeah, Lucas just goes, that's a really bad party etiquette. They're just throwing the chips everywhere. They they literally just show up, (laughs) go to the food tables, and just start knocking stuff They just flip the tables. They flip the table with all the food on it. That wasn't answered ever in the movie, who these people were. Yeah. It never, Not even a never goes back to it. You just these random people show up, destroy the food, and leave <laughs> as the cops show up. Yeah, so Josh so Josh sees what's going on, so he calls the cops. And the cops show up, and they just come to arrest everyone there. Because he said people are on the rooftop causing havoc, so th- I guess they're just thinking the rooftop party. Yeah. Like everybody. But the party was all legit. Helen told them they could do it and everything. Yeah, but they arrest Josh. 
maybe how convenient maybe the their light show from their elaborate concert was like affecting incoming flights that was oh okay i was gonna say that that machine that oh, shot the yeah, laser beams no. i was like nope that's no. go to hollywood you're getting them switched up again but they had christmas lights and stuff yeah well they arrest josh and instead of putting him in the back of a cop car like right away yeah the cop just like trips him and throws him over the edge of the building pushes him off the rooftop of a theater there's like three stories and he fell into the bed of a truck but not a police truck no just a just normal a truck. Ran- yeah and he should be dead falling three stories yeah. straight onto your back onto a hard metal truck you know how That's hard he, brutality you know how hard he would have hit his head yeah it, he's dead and this is the josh and i had a note earlier that we, we skipped over this is the same Josh who tried to pry away Mindy, his girlfriend, away from her family for Christmas. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about Mindy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was up on the rooftop. And once again, ruining family Christmas. Yeah. He's a hypocrite. He is. He's like, well, I just, I just want to see you on Christmas. And yeah, she's like, just well, come back early. I'm going with my grandma and my whole family. <laughs> Me and Gam Gam. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. He's a victim of police brutality. They're being chased by the police. Yeah, because he falls into this bed of this truck, and they just the the people that were in the truck apparently didn't feel a two hundred pound two hundred pound body fall thirty feet into the trunk of their bed. They would have felt it the if trunk was, of their bed if he was three fifty. Yeah, of course. And so they just start driving off and are jamming to Christmas music, completely oblivious to Josh screaming at them and and to un- oncoming traffic and oncoming traffic and twenty or so cop cars in their rearview mirrors. Yeah, with lights and sirens. It's also at night. You know how fucking bright cop car lights are at night? Those red and blue lights blind me anytime I'm driving. Well, they were so, so How bad. often do you see cop lights? I get pulled over a lot more than you think. No. <laughs> no, I don't. But they they were so oblivious to what was going on that they ended up driving on the sidewalk even. Yeah. yeah. Much, and they, they didn't even and give us care in the world. Did they hit a... They come down from the curb. Did they hit a fire hydrant or or is that later? That's that's later. That's later. They come down from a curb and it basically, when they hit the ground off the curb... It bounces. Oh, it like not only bounces Josh out of the truck, it fucking shoots him out of the truck. It projectiles him and he just like wiggles in the air like a salmon. (laughs) Yeah, and then he lands. (laughs) Lands on the concrete from like 10 feet down. Another concussion fall. Where all the, and then all the police immediately go and arrest him and like leave the car alone. They're like, we got our guy. Yeah, they don't follow. This handcuffed man. They don't follow the car that has just, should be charged for speeding, evading police, reckless driving, like goddamn cops. Anyway, um so Josh is in jail. Yes, he's arrested, he's in jail, and his cellmate is is Kimbo Slice. Kimbo Slice. Who he is Bludge in the movie. Great name, Bludge. Bludge. Yeah. And uh and he's and for people who don't know, Kimbo Slice is like he's probably 6'2" definitely like 260 270 so many muscles so muscly he's got the big i like that you say so many muscles not like super big he's got like extra muscles that's how big he is he's black his name is kimbo he's got a gold grill he's got beard he's got a lot of a lot of they let him have a chain still in in jail yeah um but he's in jail with him and josh avoids being pulverized by him by doing the quarter behind your ear trick. And you don't get to see how many times he did this for Kimbo. Because it's a classic yeah. transition slide. And then they're sitting on the Hours, bed. And he's like, yeah. do it again. And he's like, oh. Yeah. There's a quarter. And finally he's like, 
Wow, man, that's great. And it's kind of a racist stereotype that black people are mystified by magic. Because you know that stereotype what? that, like, if you do magic in front of a, a black person, they, like, freak out? No. Yeah. I do know that because yeah. I've seen a lot of, like, David Blaine street magic shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the hood and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But David Blaine is half black himself. Oh, is he? Yeah. I didn't know what race. He's a, a raceless kind of person to pin down. Just like Fred Armisen. Yeah. He yeah. looks exactly like Fred Armisen. And that one rapper. The Logic. One, Logic is half black. Yeah. 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 He talks yeah, about that a lot. Yeah, he's a pretty bad rapper. I was just trying opinion. to connect right there. <laughs> Never mind. No, Forget you, did, it. you did connect. Um, it was good logic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, Kimbo slight Bludge, sorry, still has to beat him up to keep his reputation. But I guess Josh convinces him to not because it sounds... Because he likes him. It sounds like he's absolutely killing Josh. But really, they're just doing like a toilet lid on metal sink yeah it does like the classic pan across like the other the inmates yeah. yeah who like think he's just it sounds like he's being beat up and then you get to their cell and it's just them hitting stuff just them playing a little ruse <laughs> on everyone a little rusey ruse they will rue the day they mess with this ruse Ooh, good Ooh. iCarly <gasps> callback yeah i was just about to say with that. the top nod I was yeah. going for Shakespeare, but... Oh, of course you were Montessori. <laughs> um, so Drake was going to try and get them a lawyer. Yeah. So he pulled out $3,000 oh, yeah. cash from He's Josh's from savings. Bank account. Paid in advance for this lawyer. Meets him in the woods. Yeah. And pays as soon him as he, in advance. Yeah, as soon as he pays him, the lawyer runs away. And his license plate said fake lawyer, right? Yeah, F-K-E-L-W-Y-E-R. It, like, zooms in on the license plate, so you have to look at it. And Drake's like, oh, man, and you just let him get away. Report that, man. <laughs> he didn't even try and you chase him either. You have his license either. plate. Yeah, you have his license plate. You, yeah, it's not even, like, the a, advertisement you used to pick him out. It's not even, like, a hard license plate number to remember either. It's not, like, AJ72, no, whatever. It's just then, fake lawyer. And Drake's just like, oh, that one got away, and now we're out of money. <laughs> even though I'm a rock star who was on TRL. The They're not out of money. They spend a lot of money in this Okay, movie. that's but what they, I was just about they, to say. There was a plot point that they don't have any money. Yeah, yeah. because they can't get their car back from and, the impound lot. Yeah, and they have to get the fake Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. We'll they have so to, much. We'll get to yeah. it. We'll get to it. Anyway, Mary Alice finds Drake. And makes him uphold his Christmas wish to her. She said she knew he wasn't Santa. She could recognize from his eyes. He has all the CDs and everything. She's, he's so dreamy. Mm-hmm. She just randomly shows up and gives him her address. Yeah. Just trusting that she's like that he's a good, good yeah. person. Turns out he's, he's probably sent her a dick pic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's a foster kid whose foster mom is. In sick in the hospital they don't crazy. say cancer but it's assumed it's yeah it's and her dad has to take a second her, her job. foster dad has to take two jobs, two jobs to support the family which is explains why this little girl is roaming the mall by herself yeah no she was with her older brother sort of he was he calls for her yeah and but then also luke he the dad explains like that they can't have or that Santa can't come to all the houses in the world because he's not going to be able to give them a Christmas. And then everybody starts crying, like Drake and Helen and Mary Alice and all the people in the premiere, just as she's giving him her address. Hysterically crying. 
So he needs Josh's help to keep this Christmas promise. <gasps> oh my God. This is when they say. You can't break a Christmas yes, promise. They say Christmas promise like a hundred times in like two minutes. Do you know who broke a Christmas promise? Judas. I thought you were going to say Charlie Brown. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Judas. Judas. Judas broke a pretty big Christmas promise. Yeah. Do you remember the vine that of I had? Judas? I, yeah, I brought Judas? you frankincense. Yeah. And I brought you myrrh. Murder. <gasps> Judas. No. Um. So, he they need he needs Josh's help. Pontius Pilate too. Who? Pontius Pilate. I don't know who that Poncho is. Poncho from Animal Crossing. Yeah, you guys are terrible Christians. Well, I'm I guess you're a, not a Christian. I'm not a Christian. And neither are you. I guess. Pon- Poncho was a guy who went to elementary school with me. Oh yeah, I forgot. Poncho is our, a, one of our villagers on Animal Crossing. Uh, he likes to work out. Pontius Pilate was the guy who sold out Jesus as well. You know, I'm really surprised you know so much about the Bible. This, the more you study it, the more it comes out. Mm, you don't really seem like someone who studies the Bible. Yeah, there's a lot of holes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> if you want to talk ultimate bad movies, the Bible's number one. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I mean, what kind of shitty-ass character name is Pontius Pilate? <laughs> that is true. That's a bad, that's not a good name. Steven Sanderson is better. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus was betrayed by Steven Sanderson. <laughs> I think we need to move on. Okay. Well, Drake is outside the jail breaking Josh out because he needs his help. And I brought this up. No jail anymore has a cell that's just... Con- its wall is adjacent to the outside world to break out that easily. No. and Also, they're not brick anymore. And how did he get past the perimeter and up to the back of the jail anyways and ha- yeah even if their cell was touching the outside they would have like extra security outside they had so barbed he wire showed it, it yeah the- yeah they had a tower with like gunmen and they had barbed wire fences and, and floodlights and floodlights and how did he even know from the outside that that was yeah. josh's cell also when they finally do catch him there's like the people are surrounding him like he would have heard that there are so many people he would have heard them walking up behind him. oh for sure like, no, but Kimbo Slice was being too loud and banging Josh's head against yeah, the bricks. Yeah, so he cuts That's out true. one brick and says, I need your help. Let's get Josh out. So Kimbo knocks, knocks him, him the fuck out and just pushes him head he first. He douches him. <laughs> Thanks, Lucas. <laughs> and just pushes him head first through three more bricks. Yeah. And then the cops show up. Yeah, they catch him with the floodlights and whatnot. So okay. No, but also when they break Josh out... And then Kimbo's just like, okay, bye. Like, he why doesn't does he, he also break out He only too? has two weeks left. Yeah. I guess. He's, he's ready to ride it out. He does his hard I time. He's, he's paid his debt to society. And, uh. Blood. Drake is now arrested too. They're charged for attempting to escape a federal penitentiary. They're also charged for creating a hole. Yeah. <laughs> Judge Henry Winkler presides. Yeah, in a, in a clown show of a courtroom. And Helen is their lawyer. Yeah. Who isn't even a practicing lawyer. And he brings it up briefly. He says, you're not a licensed lawyer, but she steamrolls him anyways. This un- yeah, this non-practicing lawyer in our okay, courtroom. Okay, but Drake has a really, really good excuse. And he says, have you ever heard her lose a fight? No, that's... Lose an argument. But you have... That's really... what he says to Josh, yeah. Yeah, but that's a that's really good because have you ever heard her lose an argument in the show? No. But... Can she take legal liability? <laughs> if, okay, well, it's a Nickelodeon If it turns show. out that she would break courtroom procedures. <laughs> okay. Her well, ethics haven't did. been tested. 
she did not pass okay, the bar. Just ask Shelly if it's legal. She would say no. I don't okay. even have to shout out, out Shelly again. Send out the Shelly signal for that one. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Lucas. <laughs> don't um, call her that. Well, Helen's big argument is you can't break a Christmas promise. And the bailiff in the room is like, oh, yeah, that's right, Judge. You can't break a Christmas promise. And then crazy Steve pops out and goes, you can't break a Christmas promise. The whole courtroom just goes crazy. Like The bailiff is exacerbating the moment. <laughs> yeah. Keep it together, buddy. <laughs> your, your job is to contain these people and you're egging them on. So what the judge does is he gives them a plea to get out of life in prison. Pretty much. Because they cannot break a Christmas promise. And so... Um, he has to give have a vote on a Christmas. A unanimous Christmas Day vote. With Mary Alice and all of her siblings on it, whether or not this was the best Christmas ever. So they're pumped that they got out pretty much scot-free. Scott's tots free. Nice. They are pumped, but they get drugged back into the parole officers. Yeah, a mean man. Just starts verbally abusing them. Yeah, I wrote he's a huge prick, yeah. <laughs> um, parole officer Perry Gilbert. Yeah. Wish, Gilbert. What a bad name. Wish they laugh about Perry a lot, too. Who's eating Gilbert grape? Okay, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, Who's eating Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> okay, but do you remember the time we were talking about the movie and I said who's eating instead of what's eating? Yeah. It's embarrassing. I, I actually just thought it was who's eating right now. I totally glossed right over that. No, it's what's eating yeah, Gilbert what's Grape. Eating and Gilbert one grape. time me and Lucas were talking about it and I said who's eating Gilbert <laughs> Grape? And then you let me say it for like five minutes before you were like, um, what? I, I guess I just don't really have a great grasp on that movie because I just sat here for thinking it was who's eating Gilbert Grape until you corrected yourself. Okay, we can't get into that movie right now. Johnny Depp, Juliet Lewis, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm too drunk for that. <laughs> um, so he's a parole officer, like you said, and he's going to be there to make sure they uphold their Christmas promise. And he even gives them ankle bracelets like they're going to flee the country. Yeah, which is not what that's for. With he their says, negative money. Uh, yeah, I'm going to track you every step you take. And uh, now, they Drake and Josh have differing ideas what the bre- best Christmas ever, the best Christmas ever is going to be. Ooh. Drake. That's Drake's best Christmas. Just presents. Josh, traditional Christmas. And... While they're having this discussion in the car, they have a running gag about how their $6 GPS is giving them little to no warning about when they should turn. Yep. Which is true. It does. <laughs> it says, like, turn left in five feet. And they swerve through traffic. Yeah. Eventually, like, swerve so hard, they're, like, hanging out the car. Eventually break a fire hydrant, bust okay, it open. that's what happens. And uh, the parole officer is working as a traffic cop. <laughs> He gets he to pull sees them, bust them, yeah. Gives them a four hundred dollar ticket for reckless driving, which they're like four hundred dollars. That's pretty accurate for reckless driving. Yeah, you broke a fire hydrant in your car. So they pull up to the foster house in Zigfi. One of the foster kids opens the door. He does not speak English or really any noticeable language. Yeah, Mary Alice just says he's foreign. He just holds up like underwear to them. Like <laughs> that goes Zigfi. But this foster house is also sick for a foster house. It's like a three. It's, huge, it's yeah. like a three story. Yeah. With like balconies out of each bedroom in and, a San Diego suburb. Yep. There are also six kids living in this foster house, and they're all kids 
that are having trouble being found placements in other foster homes. They're the trouble kids. Which is yeah. not. Mary Alice is a poster child. Is the yeah, I want to know why she's there. Or, Trey wasn't too bad either. He was just annoying. Yeah, he never stopped talking. But he could find a home. He had no attention span. And Luke wasn't too bad either. He was just sort of a jaded teen. Yeah. But nobody wants the teenagers. That's why they end up at my work. Yeah. That is true. Sad. That's really sad. <laughs> um, God. So now you get a shot of Paradise Christmas. It isn't going great. There's 110 degrees with 97% humidity. Um, a hurricane is coming. <laughs> um, yeah. they, a coconut jizzes on the mom. Okay, no, we need to talk about that more. Because, the coconut jizz yeah, is a very co- important part? Yes. Okay. Okay, because the dad is... Okay, in Drake and Josh in general, the dad is just so stupid. Yes. Okay, but then in this movie, he brings in a lobster and a coconut. I want to know how he caught a lobster. That is true. I don't... Yeah. I but no, but it. also the lobster, I think, had rubber bands on its hands. So it he did. probably just bought it. But okay, he brings a lobster and a coconut. And he says he's going to open the coconut for them to drink. And he proceeds to hit the coconut with the lobster, which doesn't kill the lobster, but it just completely explodes the coconut. Which jizzes coconut water on the mom's All face. over the mom, and she's just pissed. Do you know how fucking hard a coconut is? Have you seen Survivor? <laughs> Have you <laughs> seen Castaway? And Castaway... He uses an ice skate for Have days. Have you seen on. Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide? Coconut yes. head is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you've seen Survivor, Lucas. Sure. Big I've, fan. I've lived it. Yeah. I have too. Woo! Oh, yeah. God. You're, you're surrounded by Survivor historians. <laughs> I My childhood was Survivor when we lived in the woods. Yeah. In Alaska. In Alaska. And we had to fend for ourselves. Man versus wild. We were basically that family that lives off the grid in Alaska, but yet they have a TV show. And eats corned beef hash. Oh, I love and corned beef hash, because, but only camping. That's because Kurt hates the government, right? Kurt does hate the government. <laughs> yep. We, we didn't even have electricity, which has nothing to do with the Sounds government. Sounds like the south side. Okay, no, we're not doing that right now. Anyway, yeah. We had catered lunches. <laughs> At Montessori. Yeah, so you've seen Survivor and all these things. Coconuts are fucking hard. Like, to break it open and just to willy-nilly hit it with a lobster? No. Maybe it was a juiced-up one. It's real juicy. <laughs> well, that's what's happening at uh, that's what's happening at the island. So we're going to get back into the main story. Back to the main movie. We're going to, Josh is ready to kick off his uh, traditional Christmas. So we're going to start with Christmas cookie baking. But it's not as much baking as mostly just lip noises. Yeah. I can't do it, and we already know that. <laughs> Which is a, a pretty good part of the movie. I thought one of the better parts of the movie. Oh, for sure. When Tra- Trey just dominates the conversation. Tra- Trey takes over. He and alphas Josh with his <laughs> lip popping thing and gets all the kids to do it. It's easy, comical, and free. <laughs> and then after that, chaos just ensues. Everybody starts breaking dishes. Zigfi's just eating raw eggs and straight flour. The sisters are fighting each other. They're always fighting each other. Yeah. But also then... Drake and Josh just leave? Yeah. Right before that, the parole officer 
bribes some local street ballers some street ballers which don't feel like they belong in this foster home neighborhood with a three-story mansion yeah well that's racial profiling from you brandon i guess that's true yeah because they were black some of them and then they but they also like accepted this policeman's bribe to go and fifty dollars to split between the four of them to jump to jump to these jump two white Drake guys and Josh, yeah yes. and steal all their clothing so yeah that's what happens is they leave the house while chaos ensues to go talk it over and they get jumped but not really beat up they just get dragged into the bushes and have all their clothes stolen so now they're naked in public and, and they get a four hundred dollar ticket for public nudity from their parole officer yet again yep who also tows their car and because so, it was blue for nine hundred dollars. Yeah, nine hundred. Because he doesn't like the color blue. You yeah. can't tow a car for that. Where's his badge number? And this is a parole officer. A parole officer is not a police officer. You are not writing tickets. <laughs> Those are two different jobs. So how come the parole officer is also a traffic cop? And is he allowed to train? tow cars? Why, if you're a tra- why, if you're a police officer, are you also having the side gig as a parole officer? And his office is because his the wife is sick. And he has six foster kids at home, okay? No, that's not him. That's not the same guy. <laughs> he just wants a monkey. That's <laughs> true. We'll get to that. So Drake and Josh consult with Megan to use her evil skills to get the parole officer okay, off Okay, wait, 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 wait. We have to go back. Because oh, okay. once they're naked, they also have the option to use the foster family's van to drive home. But they choose to walk naked instead. Yeah, that's true. And Megan just checks them out when they open the door. She's like, wear some clothes or work out more. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And so, yeah, they, they consult her to use their evil skills to get the parole officers off their back with a Smith Royal oboe up for grabs. Ooh. Which is, if you don't know, is the queen of all oboes. The top of the line. Guess what Guess what instrument my mom played in high school? The oboe. Bassoon, the oboe. Oh. I knew it. I, she had I a Smith Royal. Classic Shelly. I, I think... Yeah. She's going to text you and tell you you're wrong when she listens Probably. to this. What did you play? <laughs> the percussion. What was your best part of percussion? The snare drum, baby. Is that what you did in college band? No, I did the cymbals in college band. Oh. Because I didn't try, take my tryout seriously. Oh, no. Yeah, so Do you think you could have moved up to snare drum? Uh, maybe. If I tried hard, yeah. I wasn't stuck with all the other musically illiterate kids. Were you a good drummer? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honey, did Took you drum do lessons, any music? Pep band drumming. Um, I played the violin in sixth grade. Just six. <laughs> yep. Exactly and exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, I also briefly played the piano. Oh, I thought you were gonna say recorder. Oh, I did play the recorder. Yeah. I no, I briefly played the piano, except I had no formal training, and my mom wouldn't let me play my, um, composed songs any longer. You, you didn't have any formal training yet. Your sister got lessons? Yeah, well, it was my sister's thing. I just decided to play it one day and make up my own songs. But then my mom oh. basically said they were too bad to play on our piano because they would make them out of tune. Okay. So the piano was my sister's thing. She got lessons. I oh, didn't. Okay. I just. I had piano lessons growing up too. Shout out Mr. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have anything. Do I you just, play any instruments? No, I'm. Your I voice is an instrument. My voice is the. I can't. I like. I can't even like read music or anything. I just sing it and it comes out good. I do. I do the sing. <laughs> You're like Nick Cannon and <laughs> Drumline. He couldn't read music either. He just got the beats, baby. Yeah. 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 I just sing. I remember so many times people were like, 
Like there was one male vocal coach in Billings, and he was like, "If you took lessons with me, you would be so much better." And I was like, "Dude, I'm like, I'm like literally the top rated male singer in Montana. Calm your tits." I was. I've heard that before. Uh, yeah. You're so dramatic. I, at Allstate, they rank you. Okay, honey. Me and uh, shout out Quinn Spindler. He was up there, and uh, Drew Ganger. He was up there as well. Who all we all went to sing together at UM. I was the top rated categories player in all of Montana. <laughs> You're that very good I at believe. categories and uh, skip bow. <laughs> I'm good at skip bow. Anyway, we'll get back to this. Um, Drake and after they consult with Megan about the Smith Royal oboe thing, she takes the tracking chips out of their ankle bracelets. That's mm-hmm. a felony. Yeah, you can't tamper with with the, those federal devices. But she does put them in an RC helicopter and sends Perry Gilbert. On a goose chase. Yeah, all across the city as it swerves over blocks. This this RC helicopter has crazy it range. It's so fast. Yeah, it was going like two blocks in a second. Like he's watching the tracking device. It is jumping blocks. And you're like, what? But yeah, it's got incredible range as well. And uh, and this allows them to get the officer off their back long enough to, to pick out a a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. So they go Christmas tree shopping. They're going to chop down their own tree and decorate it with household items. Well, it's not shopping if you're chopping it down. I guess that's true. They're just going out to the woods. The they woods. go on a nature trail. But they are going to decorate it with their household items. you still items. can't do. You can't just go to, like, the forest and chop a tree down. That's that's protected land. That's either that private true. property also, or public Also, in the land. forest, it was no pine tree. They were... 40 foot old <laughs> yeah and yeah. and zigfi immediately finds himself probably he was a bigger than that he was probably 40 feet up the tree himself yeah, probably yeah. i wrote one note here where it was just called paper cut and pocket knives on planes oh yeah that's trey, trey goes on another thing he's like speaking of cuts paper cuts those things are weird huh you get it's a like, cut it's like a seinfeld comedy yeah routine like, from you a get a cut but it's paper and it's not sharp but it can still cut you. So why do they allow paper on planes and not pocket knife? Like, he yeah. just goes on. And it even cuts to them in the woods, and he's still talking. How long do you think he talked about that? <laughs> like, hours? Well, he started at the house, and he was still talking about it in the woods. Probably like an hour, so, yeah. So, a very long time. There are not a whole lot of woods in Around Los Angeles. Around San Diego? Or San Diego, yeah. <laughs> so, hours. Anyway, yeah, that was just one of my notes. And yeah, like you said, Zigfi climbs a tree and Josh tries to get him out of the tree. And he falls classic Nickelodeon humor. Yeah. Falls 40 feet probably. Hits, hits all his, the branches. Hits all the branches on his nuts. Yeah, so when he's climbing up the tree, he makes some comment about, oh, bark on my groin. And then when he falls mm. out of the tree, he slides all the way down the tree. On his groin. On his groin. So like classic nickelodeon i mean he's so distressed that they won't even get a, a real tree anymore they don't even buy a fake tree either no they settle for a thrown out lawn chair in the back <laughs> of some alley yeah and they deck they deck yeah it's like a pool lounge chair yeah and uh they squint to make it like look good i guess and it doesn't That's i even terrible. did you guys squint when he said that no no oh i did the it, camera squinted for you well yeah. i squinted as the camera squinted and it didn't help either and mary alice looks to drake and asks when will this christmas be the best that's rough to hear and uh back on the island mom and dad are weathering the hurricane 
In their shelter. In their, in their hammocks, singing Deck the Halls. With 85 mile per hour winds. And then their, yeah. sh- their shelter collapses. Mm-hmm. So they're on a deserted island. Underdressed in a hurricane. With no shelter. No, but they're fine. They're Drake and Josh's parents. <laughs> um, that's all you get of them. So, um, back to... Snap back to reality. Yep, where Megan amends her her felony by replanting the chips back into the trackers. Drake fucking lied to her. He doesn't have no Smith Royal Oboe. Neither does Trevor. <laughs> yeah. And she found out about it. So she says she's done helping. Yeah. You know what else she does to them? She fucking flashbangs them. Oh, she does. Like do military that. grade yeah. flashbang to wake them up. Classic. Yeah, Megan. she puts the trackers back while they're asleep. Yep. And then flashbangs them to wake him up. My next note is that Drake does a basketball bribe with the older foster brother. <laughs> that he misses so <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah, he, he asks him to, like, if he makes this shot. From 35 feet out, he says. Which is, like, 19. Yeah. It's like a three-pointer, not half court. But, yeah, he makes this bribe. Butchers it. So he's not going to come Christmas Carol with him. Luke isn't the oldest. Yes. But, so they're going to Christmas Carol anyway, and they aren't going great. So Drake sets up a small stage on, like, a flatbed truck. <laughs> and uh, and he just gets out his casual amps he has. Yeah, and does a neighborhood concert. And everyone is, like, so happy right now. Like, it looks like things are going to go great. And they decide they're even going to perform in the Christmas parade. Well, you miss, you miss the big moment when... Luke! Yeah, they're singing 12 Days of Christmas. And Luke, the jaded teenager who... Side note is I think is more attractive than Drake Bell in this Ooh. movie. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, because he's being implored by Mary Alice to come join and mm-hmm. sing in. And, Who is his actual sister, I believe. I don't think that. I don't th- I think I they're think, all foster siblings. Yeah. I well, think, the two are clearly twins at least, but. Well, yeah. 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 But they're, they're close and he has a, a soft spot for Mary Alice because yeah. he's so cute. And that's, Drake mentions that earlier. He says, mm-hmm. you don't hate everything. You don't hate Mary Alice, obviously. She brings up the mic to him at five gold three. He has a he voice of an good, angel. Good yeah, yeah, he can sing. He and can then, really sing. And then they finish out their classic rockabilly. And then they're going to play at the parade like Brandon mentioned. Yeah. So um, they do that, but not before Officer Gilbert gives them four more tickets. I don't know what they were for. I mean, you can imagine. Obstruction of just like Disturbing noise. Disturbing yeah. Noise. They didn't have a permit. For a concert, yeah. Things like that. Drake's, Drake was sending illicit pictures to kids. <laughs> Dan Schneider. Um, um, so what do Drake and Josh do now that they got four more tickets? They're tired of all these tickets. They decide to look up Officer Gilbert, and they go to visit his mother, who tells him that he hates Christmas. When he was eight, he loved Christmas more than anybody on the you block. You know what else he loved more than anybody? Monkeys. Monkeys. <laughs> yeah, Good that's one. what... That's what he wanted more than anything was a monkey. And he got it. His favorite present. And, and one he, he yeah. woke up early Christmas morning, as kids are wont to do, the mom says. How often have you woken up early on a Christmas morning? Never, actually. Really? I respect Jesus' oh, sanctity. I used to wake up so early, my mom had to make a rule that we weren't allowed to come upstairs before 8 a.m. I, <laughs> when Marina was 22, maybe, we were dating, and she sent me a Snapchat of her when she went back home to Christmas <laughs> at 5.15 a.m. sitting on the stairs. I have a screenshot of it. I sat on those sitting, stairs until 8 a.m. sharp. Sitting on the stairs, all bundled up, like, ready for Christmas morning. <laughs> 8 a.m. sharp, and we ran up those stairs. 
So like like a young Alaskan marina, <laughs> a young Perry Gilbert snuck down and saw his his monkey in his cage, and oh my god, he finally got a monkey. This eight year old kid is a fucking monkey, and not like a small like little. This was a full grown chimp. Yeah, like it was a, a, it was a like, chimp, like an yeah. eighty pound chimp, chimpanzee. Yeah, and so instead of just like oh wow look at this cool monkey, he unlocks the cage. <laughs> And the monkey attacks the kid, freaks out. Beats, destroys the house. Destroys his house. Beats, beats him up. Beats his ass all over the house. And then pees on him. Oh, yeah, I forgot And now that. that his bladder is relieved, he breaks out of the house. Never and... to be seen again. So he now he hates Christmas. And now that's why we know he hates Christmas. Yeah. And that's why he's giving them all these fines. So what are they going to do? They're going to buy him a monkey with the no money that they have. <laughs> yeah. From sweetmonkey.com. Yeah, to make up for it from a website from sweetmonkey.com that literally comes with a certificate of sweetness. Yeah, these monkeys are sweethearts. <laughs> they have you know how much how are they getting wild animals to this man multiple times in his life? Yeah, you have to have a permit for that too. They do. Have you watched Tiger King? Do you think Justin Bieber had a permit for his monkey? That's the kind of monkey I was assuming probably. he was going to get, yeah, probably. That's the kind of monkey I was assuming he was going to get. Not a full-grown chimp. Imagine he opens it and it's just a gorilla. Like 400-pound gorilla. It wasn't a full-grown chimpanzee because he held it like a toddler. That was the later one. Oh. This one in the cage yeah. Oh, yeah. The one was in the man. cage was big. That yeah. was a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we get, we get the parents, a brief scene of the parents who have had enough mom the, the mom is going to paddle in this little tiny lifeboat across the ocean back She's to america kayak the ocean and leaves the dad on the beach yeah the dad he wants to join so he swims after her and joins her there's a one-person kayak yeah it's, and it's also like in hurricane level waters it's an ocean at hurricane you would actually get the headline like back home like san diego couple drowns on vacation <laughs> Like, San Diego couple gets tossed 90 feet in the air yeah, to their death. And they were only 40 feet from their shore. <laughs> they had 270 miles to go. Well, the parole officer finds Crazy Steve at the parade and tells him to tell Drake and Josh to give the kids the best Christmas ever or they go to jail. But to tell it very loudly yeah. in Crazy Steve Because if the manner. kids know of this vote, then the whole thing is in jeopardy. And the kids will realize that Drake and Josh are only doing it out of court order and not out of the Christmas promise. But isn't this tampering with the whole yeah. idea anyway? Yeah, but he doesn't care because he has every job in he the county the anyways. So yeah. he could do whatever he wants. This he's this deal outside the law. This yeah. deal should be nullified if he tampers with it as well. But it's not. No. And uh, and Crazy Steve does his does his part, screams it out loud. Mm-hmm. And the kids hear everything and are clearly upset and leave since it was never about them. They don't give a fuck about their Christmas promise. It's just about them getting out of jail. How just to selfish satisfy Judge Fonzie's request. <laughs> so they. Drake and Josh have one Wait, last idea. I wrote that they also, Mary Alice on top of Luke had the saddest piggyback ever as Aww. they were leaving. Because she was piggybacked and like cried and shamefully. And she, yeah, she was. Piggybacking should be a fun event. Yeah. Um, so they have one last idea, Drake and Josh do, on how to make this the best Christmas ever. It's San Diego. All the kids have said they've never seen snow. So they're going to make it snow with the help of Sally the wood chipper, throwing an ice into it to shred it up and make snow. And uh, it's the night of Christmas Eve, and Officer Gilbert goes to his office. 
He because he got a package delivered late at night. Opens up his door to find a monkey. A sweet monkey. A seven month old sweet monkey. Yeah. And it even like hugs him and shit. Comes with its own certificate of sweetness. Pretty little monkey. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. That subtitle was on the screen for way too long. I forgot of a pretty little... Pretty little monkey. I think I have that as a quote. Yeah, I do have that. Pretty little... So we watch these with subtitles so that when we try and write down quotes, we can get them perfectly. And the problem with this movie is that if there was no other dialogue coming up next, the subtitle would remain on the screen even if the scene (laughs) ended because there was no other dialogue. Yeah, so pretty little monkey was on the screen for like two and a half minutes. (laughs) While he hugged the monkey and it cut to establishing shot. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, they like we said, they have no money, but they can afford to buy a monkey. And now it's time to make it snow. The ice was not the best decision. No, it just, as you would think, it just turns it into sharper chunks of ice. Smaller shards of ice. Which go flying across the neighborhood at bullet speeds. Yeah, they're just projectiles at this moment. They're like they breaking glass and stuff. D- destroy cars and the the Foster family's house. And they yeah. killed that homeless guy. Mm, no! Don't remember that. The ice sliced his jugular. I might have uh-huh. fallen asleep. Are you sure that wasn't Drake and Josh go to Hollywood? I think that's what it was. Where it was the ice sli- slashing the jugular? Yeah. <laughs> that seems about right. Maybe in your dream when you fell asleep during I Drake usually, and Josh go to Hollywood? I usually dream about jugulars. <laughs> and uh, there was this one scene where just two random characters, this guy goes, this was my grandma's prized blender. That's been passed down for generations. Yeah. And then ice comes in and shatters it. That was the whole scene. I just It, it didn't need to be in the movie. Six seconds long, yeah. At all. But, classic Nickelodeon, though. Um, trying to stop Sally from destroying more, Drake and Josh both get knocked out while she continues to destroy the neighborhood as they lie unconscious. And they wake up in their beds the next morning with Officer Gilbert and the monkey waking them up yeah, the, in their bedroom. The monkey was hugging and kissing Drake. Drake, and he's like, Josh, quit it. <laughs> what does Drake, jo- Drake wake up to with Josh all the time? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they're stepbrothers. <laughs> they're sexually frustrated. Uh-huh. Josh is mad. He doesn't make out with all the girls. It's Drake my- wants to make out with anybody, male or female. This must be the episode I never saw. Yeah, I think it was a fanfic I wrote. <laughs> that I wrote. Not Zach and Miri, but Drake and Josh make a porno. <laughs> Drake and Josh. Ooh. Ooh! Drake and Josh. That's good. That is so loud. <laughs> well, yeah, he wakes up to the monkeys, and Officer Gilbert's on their side now. But they have to go to jail, as Mary Alice and her family did not think it was the best Christmas ever. After, you know, the destruction of their home and the vandalism and the betrayal. So they walk downstairs to go to prison. And all that mean stuff Drake said about Jesus. And the pornos. Yeah. Nope. It was all a prank. Psych. The whole foster family and the whole working staff of the premiere is in their home. And these those two random teenagers. The nerds. <laughs> Are they employees of the premiere? Or no. They're, no, they're, they're, just, they're just like friends. They're Josh's friends from school. They are, they are Drake's holiday hoes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so instead of spending time with their own families, they accepted, who was it? Crazy Steve's invitation to go and yeah. celebrate Christmas with Drake and Josh. Was it her? I thought it was Helen's. 
It might have been Helen. I think Steve probably does the majority of the work in that relationship. Hey, okay. Um, so, yeah, it was all a prank. The kids really appreciated the gesture of, like, trying to make it so, even though it was a drive-by. And everyone in their house is there to celebrate them. They Even all, Mindy. Even Mindy. She shows up. But overnight, in a series of 12 hours... They did the whole Josh traditional Christmas. They bought their own tree, like chopped down their own tree, decorated baked cookies. it, baked cookies, made a gingerbread house, did carol, like, what? While Drake and Josh were... Unconscious. Yeah, medically passed out. Medically? As opposed to... Philosophically. <laughs> what? Proverbially passed out. Well, yeah, so it's verdict time. Was it the best Christmas ever? It's a dramatic vote. They get... Five yeses, and it they need the six. Comes down Zigfee. Zigfee, who doesn't know any English words. Marina's favorite character. Yeah. And magically, he speaks his first English word. Yes. 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 What are his next two English words? Murray, not Mary. Murray, Chris Milk. Murray Chris Milk. So they're free from prison. They, they, they sing a Murray Chris Milk, we wish you a Murray Chris oh, Milk yeah. carol, synchronized. And then, and then down the chimney comes Santa. Santa. Nope. Breaks through the bricks. It's bludge. Like before. Oh, you're right. It's bludge. You didn't pick up on the breaking of the no, bricks? No, I was too concerned with, he was like breaking a lot of property in their house. Just yeah, he, did, just he, to did make knock, a, he did knock their 60-inch plasma screen TV off the wall. Yeah, and ruin their chimney and fireplace, all to make a dramatic entrance. A lot of property damage. Yeah, it is bludge. And how does he know where they live? How did he get out of jail? It's two weeks. Oh. He served his time. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, the reason he knows where he lives is because he's pen pals with Josh now. They're like great buds. He told him he needed his help to come and, like, celebrate Christmas, and he comes bringing presents for the kids, and even... Even a Royal Smith oboe. Smith Royal. Smith Royal oboe for Megan. Which was trapped in a chimney. That seems like the worst place for a brat or a woodwind <laughs> yeah. instrument. But um, Helen also gives Bludge a gift. I miss... I don't remember this. Herself. Oh, what? Yeah, she says, I have a present for you and he was like oh really and she was me oh. and she jumped on him and yeah. like straddled him and hugged him what this yeah this ex-con she just met yeah uh-huh. yep she wanted she yeah, wanted because, to smash right away her, she had just gotten divorced hell it is horny she's ready for a new man she was ready for that bludgeon ready for kimbo slice <laughs> but she's ready for a slice of that kimbo slice that thug dick thug <laughs> 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 dick and on that note, <laughs> on that miraculous note, there's it's snow snowing. outside. But it's San Diego. How is there snow in San Diego? Because of the thug dick. <laughs> <laughs> even even Kimbo's thug dick couldn't bring this miracle. Crazy no, Steve, of course. It's Crazy Steve. Shredding cheese. Shredding Sally. 7,000 pounds of hard cheese, he says. That's so much money. And, and so much. How did he transport it there in his car? How yeah, do you transport salad? How do you yeah, like, transport He wheels of cheese in there. Like, where did he get all these wheels of where cheese? Does he, how does he move Sally? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Who is... I don't know. Which Christmas... Okay, wait. Which produce supplier is open on Christmas and can do 7,000 pounds of cheese on Christmas morning? Yeah, I don't know. They were just wheels and wheels yeah. of cheddar. 
which is a callback to earlier when he was asking Drake, oh, yeah. what is your favorite cheese? Yeah, and Drake's like, I don't know. I don't give a care. I don't care. Actually, he just says, what is your favorite? And finally, Drake says cheddar. So, you know, he's yeah. asking about cheese. But it was white. I guess yeah. white cheddar. Yeah. Duh. White he doesn't mind. say cheddar, but I'm assuming I, I think white cheddar is not a real thing. I don't think so either. Like what is it? It's like No, a, it is. No, I, I know, like, but it's not like a natural cheese in the universe. It's well, like he, artificially. Cheese isn't natural either. No, it is. Once you curdle milk, that's natural. I really don't want to ruin cheese right now, so can we not talk about <laughs> it's it? It's normal cheddar cheese with the white coloring added to it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that spike right there. Excuse me. As Lucas just <laughs> knocked the microphone. Well, the parents even made it back to see the cheese snow, and everyone celebrates together with the inflatable snowman in the background from the beginning, and the camera zooms out to show the whole movie taking place within a snow globe. Oh. My hair crazy. No, I just think it's funny your head was itchy because they those hats make my head so itchy. And that's the end of the movie. Woo! Except Oh Rock and Roll credit scene, another Drake music video. Oh yeah. They're and that's the out. end of the movie. <laughs> Drake and Josh. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, Drake and Josh. And uh with that Our third straight movie with no mention of Christ the Lord and Savior. Correct. We should have watched Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Yeah, we should have watched The Passion of the Christ. Ooh, I've heard that's terrible. I've heard. Didn't it win an Oscar? Never mind. I'm thinking of a different movie. I was thinking of Suing the Devil. Oh, <laughs> very similar. <laughs> Suing the Devil and The Passion of the Christ. Well, let's get into our quotes, ratings, and reviews. Our quirs. Our quirs. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of quirks here. A couple of quirks, a couple holiday hoes. So let's do it. And one thing I'd like to give you guys is the tradition of baking Christmas cookies and gingerbread. <laughs> Not only is it fun for the whole family. I'll tell you what's fun. This. I could do that all day. I mean, it's easy. It's comical. Trey. It's free. Trey. Try it, you guys. That's great. Quirk number one. <laughs> Brita thought you were giving her a high five. <laughs> I literally put my hand up. <laughs> Trying to pause you. <laughs> I was, I was. High five, babe. <laughs> I was typing away and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I literally like, uh, and then tried to be so quiet and not laugh. <laughs> Cover your mouth. I mean, I can cut whatever out. I'm the editing expert now. <laughs> the ex ed expert. That sounds like I'm an expert on dicks. <laughs> Bad expert. On thug dick. <laughs> um, quote time. Oh, let me get mine. Your quote machine? My quote machine. How many quotes do you have? I have a lot. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have ten. I probably got about ten or something. I've so. got fourteen. Mar I want Marina to... She's the guest. I want you to just rattle some off because we probably have... A lot of the a same A lot ones. of the same. And you're the guest, so take away. Okay. okay. In the very beginning of the movie, at the party on top of the premiere, this unknown premiere employee, I don't know his name, but he's the one that keeps recurring in the movie. Oh, Dave. Okay, sure, Dave. I don't know. I just made that up. He says, hey, Josh, there's a pigeon stuck in my tailpipe. Help me get it out. And Josh just looks at him and goes, 
no <laughs> and like walks away it was just like so random he later comes on to hold the pigeon. yeah he holds the pigeon later when they're up, at his house shows up for christmas yeah because there are cookies i yeah i don't remember his name but he is a kind of common character yeah. in the show all right Re- recurring character yeah, yeah. Um, okay, also, when Crazy Steve is showing Drake and Josh pictures of Sally. of Sally, he hands them the phone and he goes, just stroke it to scroll. Yep, definitely have that one. Um, you want me to go again? Yeah, keep going. Okay, when they, um, when Josh is in the back of the truck and they're driving on the curb, they drive out of the curb, they drive off the curb, and Josh just shoots out, yeah, salmon's out of the truck, and when he hits the ground, he goes, oh my god, my spine, and he's That's like, wiggling around. That's a very Josh line. Yeah. Although, I would have expected him to say, like, spleen. I feel like yeah. he says spleen a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then he does have spinal defibrillia for the rest of the movie. He has scoliosis. Yeah. <gasps> my sister has scoliosis. Newly diagnosed scoliosis. She, she's your scoliosis. Nice. Ooh. Nice, nice. Um, okay, when Josh is in jail and what does Kimbo slice his name? Bludge. When Bludge it like first meets him, he like lifts him up off the ground mm-hmm. and Josh just goes, Oh, I'm aloft <laughs> <laughs> Which is also very Josh. Um Oh when um, Bludge says it's time for the like the beat down. Josh goes, but I bruise like a summer peach. I have that one. Ve- I have that one. Very Josh. But I bruise like a summer peach. Um, I also just have you can't break a Christmas promise because they say it so many times. Yeah, I almost put that in just cause. Um, I can't remember when when this was, but at some point Helen says, "Hug me till I pop." And it just really reminded me of when I talk about the dogs and I always say, I just want to squeeze you till you pop. I think it's, she's talking to Drake after they get free from the courtroom. From the courtroom. And yeah. Wants, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She fucking loves Drake. Um, also, when they first go <clears throat> to the foster family's house, Josh, or Drake knocks on the door and Josh just goes, I love the way glass sounds when you <laughs> knock on it. Almost put that one as well. I didn't have that one. Um, oh, after, uh, Megan puts the trackers back in their ankle bracelets, okay. um, and then Drake tries to blame the lie on Josh or whatever, Megan throws a shoe and Josh just goes, you lie and I take a shoe in the nipple. Almost put that one too. Uh, I did have that one. Um, and then also just, um, what's his name? Zigfee. Zigfee's classic line. All he can say is, Fleeb, Ega, Steve. As six skis away. Fleeb, Ega, Steve. How come no one in the family is making any attempt to, to try and him? figure out who, where he is from or what language he's speaking? They, they just, just take him yeah. as a yeah. foreigner. Yeah. Yeah. Is that everything you got? That's all I got. Lucas, other things? Um, yeah. 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 Crazy Steve. He's, it could be a whole Crazy Steve show here, but when he was talking, he's talking to kids at the beginning of the movie, and then someone's like, hey, I ordered diet root beer, and he goes, I'm talking to children! <laughs> <laughs> I have one that I put here that I don't remember seeing in the show. Mm. It was an IMDb one that I pulled, and the police officer goes, uh, you can't park here, and Crazy Steve goes... 
You put the lime in the coconut. Yeah, the, yeah. That was there? Yeah, with his DeLorean when he pulled up to the... That's what I thought, but I yeah. guess I missed it. Yeah. You put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> yeah. That's a crazy Steve but, line. Or when he just palmed the guy's head over and over. Yep. Yeah, crazy oh. Steve had autism. Oh, I did put you lying. I took a shoot of the nipple. Damn. Okay. Crazy Steve has autism. You oh, think? for sure. That's what's implied. I, I, think, I think so. They never, like, officially say it in the show or the movie. But I think you can... He's somewhere on the spectrum. You can assume. I mean, aren't we all? No. I beg to differ. <laughs> I do love trains. <laughs> I don't think that makes you on the spectrum. Anyways. <laughs> Quit hitting the microphone. I've got one. Um, when Drake is making out with a making out with a hot chick as Santa Claus Kay. and Josh's sack. He just goes, that's not what Santa does. <laughs> shut up, sack. Yeah, shut up, sack. Go ahead, Brandon. I've got Crazy Steve again after explaining how the wood chipper works to Drake and Josh. And he goes, like a baby spits to cream corn on his mother's bosom. He oh, did yeah, say almost bosom wrote that down. <laughs> um, let's see here. There's like a summer peach we had. Yep. Maybe I didn't have that many. Um, when they're talking, when Trey's talking about, he says, I could do it all day long. It's fun. It's free. Yeah. It's fun. It's comical. It's comical. And it's, it's free. free. Yeah. I've got one from Mary Alice. She goes, that Zigfi, he's foreign. <laughs> that was yeah. it. You don't, like we said, we don't ever get to figure out where he's from. He's just foreign. I've got one, um... Josh asks Megan, he said, why did you pull out my leg hair? And Megan says, because I knew it would hurt you. And it does. <laughs> it does indeed hurt him. Yeah. That's a classic Megan move. I have. We talked about this before, but Helen said she was okay with holding a holiday party on the roof as long as she's invited. And there are churros. Yeah. yeah. Me. Churros. Yeah, that is you. You love a good churro. Did that one, did that one. Did I've got one. one that says, pretty little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have that one i have one where uh josh is talking to drake and he's drake's a, he's like for christmas he said i'm not gonna be here and he goes but it's christmas eve and he says yeah well i'm going to vegas and josh goes oh loss <laughs> i'm out in classic oh i'm i still got some um i've got one from the uh, parole officer that goes there's nothing british about wieners yeah when he's making fun of his name oh yeah when he's like Perry. 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 There's nothing British about wieners. Yeah. Um, I've got Oprah, give me strength from when Josh he's as he's tree. climbing the tree. Always I've got Fleeb, Ega, Steve, yeah. and Pretty Little Monkey. So yeah. finish him off. It's ratings time. First R. I've got no tomato meter. Critics never took to this. I do have one critic review from Common Sense Media. Okay. Liar, liar, vampire. Who is our? Who is the reviewer of Common Sense Media? You know this. Do I? You do, You do because you've said it before. I don't remember. Emily Ashby. Uh, did not ring a bell. Oh. No, I don't know. Literally in Liar Liar Vampires, like, we've got one from Common Sense Media. You're like, oh, Emily Ashby. I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. You knew Common Sense Media? No, I, yeah, I prepared ahead of time for Liar Liar Vampires. <laughs> oh. I did not do that much research. Oh. That was before he was hosting. You didn't know just yeah. Common Sense Media's writer? No. Well, Emily Ashby quotes... Step Brothers hijinks are jolly, just not very realistic. Three out of five. Okay. So our one critic review gives it a sixty percent, which would make it fresh, but yeah. not certified fresh, but fresh. Yeah. 
Audience score, though, we do have one. What are audience giving Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. I don't know. what. Can you explain these to me? So instead of critics reviewing it, it's just people that just go on to Rotten Tomatoes and give it their score. Is that, what is it out of? It's just a percentage. Like so out of 100? Yeah. I'll say a 29. Oh, I was going to say 68. <laughs> one of you is within two. <laughs> Probably Marina. It's a 70. Yes! Oh, that time is an actual high five for you. Thanks. A 70. A 70%. IMDb score, not applicable. Not enough... Uh, Metacritic. Not enough critic reviews to come together to form a Metacritic. But there is an audience score. What is it out of? 10. 3.5. This is audience again? Yes. I'm going to stick with 68, so 6.8. 6.8! 6. Uh, yes! That is the correct answer. This is why I am the best guest star. <laughs> Dead on. So 6.8 and 70% and a 60% from Emily Ashby. Wow. What are we giving it? Lucas. I'm giving this a 1.9. Oh, no. shit, that's your lowest ever. This is a turd of a movie. No! <laughs> it's it's the... You think this was worse than Santa with muscles? Oh, yes. I think... Whoa! <laughs> I think this is the exact brand of comedy that I hate the most, where it's just, like, random churros, you know, or hold up a spork, mm-hmm. you know? But did you enjoy Drake and Josh in general? Not really, not... And it was weird seeing them old, too. That is true. The rumor is that they this I, was their last showing because they were too old, and Megan Cosgrove was going on to do iCarly. Miranda so Cosgrove. I, what did I say? Megan? Megan. Yeah. Oh, I can include... Yeah, Miranda Cosgrove was going on to do iCarly, yeah. so... I mean... Like, the, the, the type of humor is, like, um, when you, like, gave me, Brandon, and Alex, and you all, like, our types of humor that yeah. we think is funny, this is, like, my type of, this is the type yeah. of humor ding, you ding, gave ding, me. Ding, 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 ding. So, Marina, you, at the beginning of this podcast, you said it's trash. What are you giving it, though? Oh, I'm giving it, like, an eight. An eight? Yeah. <laughs> an eight. Hell yeah. Oh, it's trash, it's trash, but I love it. You love this trash. Yes. I'm in the middle. It Stuck is... in the middle. I am in the middle. It's uh, it is trash. I will agree. Dragon Josh is my favorite childhood show to watch. Favorite like live action kids show. For this, I'm giving it a five point six. Mm. So basically, you're just wrong, Lucas. He's close. I'm to... I'm in the middle of you guys. <laughs> but you're closer exact... to me. Uh, three point four. I am closer. 3.4 and 3.7. Just barely. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it in the recommendations, but yeah. Yeah. It is my favorite kid's show, and this is probably the worst of the three Drake and Josh movies. Drake and Josh Go to Hollywood holds a good place in my heart at like a good 7.5 probably, but yeah, that's where I'm at. And to finish it off, reviews. We've got six from people. That's a lot. Usually I have seven or eight. My Power first... Rangers, we had like 40. No, we had seven. <laughs> I feel like Nacho Libre didn't have any. Really? I usually have, a couple. have seven. Hmm. Um, my first one is by the Sonoma Dude on uh, April 22nd, 2011. With a bland... Wait, when did this movie come out? 2008. Okay. With a bland and generic title such as Merry Christmas, 
name of show, one must expect a bland and generic film. I'll come out and say it now. I like the TV show this film is based off of. The camaraderie of Drake Bell and Josh Peck usually work with humorous results, often much more than most kids shows of the same genre. Yeah. Great. However, that's the show and this is the movie. Two totally different things in terms of writing, creativity, and watchability. The absolute worst aspect of this film is the writing. Almost every major problem of the film can be traced back to the abysmal screenplay written by Dan Schneider, the creator of the original show. The premise? Drake and Josh get arrested and are forced to help an orphanage have a truly Merry Christmas. Along the way, they encounter uh, the group encounters hilarity, self-discovery, and the true meaning of Christmas. Meanwhile, uh... A cop, the movie Scrooge, attempts to stop them because he got urinated on by a monkey as a child. <laughs> True story, 3 out of 10. Yeah. I think he makes a good point in that if you're a TV show and you're doing a movie, that this is you got to step up, you know? This is like... This is the big leagues. Yeah, you're not making a, a movie anymore. Or I've a TV heard, show. Anymore. I've heard like interviews from like like Jim Parsons, take it back to Big Bang Theory, where he was at like the Golden Globes where it's TV and movie. Mm-hmm. And like... He he won so many Golden Globes and like mm-hmm. Emmys as his role of Sheldon, but when he's at the Golden Globes and he sees like a Brad Pitt or Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, he is starstruck because the movies are a That's different a movie star, yeah, not a TV star. And that feel, is a different level of. It's celebrity. a different ball game, and then I feel like instead of stepping up, because I too like the Drake and Josh television show, this was a big step down in my mm, opinion. Okay, you're gonna step up to the plate. You gotta swing big. I do like everything that they said here. Honey? Um, Fuck that guy, Marina says. <laughs> no, I, I do agree with what... I do think this movie is worse than the show. Oh, for sure. So I guess I agree. And the premise is rough with the monkey peeing on him as the big... That's what made him Scrooge. Yes. Okay. My next one is by Steve Pulaski on December 10th, 2011. Sounds like a Polish guy. Very Polish. Pulaski. Uh, Merry Christmas, Jake and Josh is the last we'll probably ever see from the two instantly recognizable Nickelodeon stars, and this proves that maybe one final film wasn't wholly necessary. I think Nickelodeon felt obligated to produce one final special for Drake and Josh because of the awkward way it ended. The result is a very different, very odd new show featuring the same cast, but different everything else. This is without a doubt the oddest Drake and Josh spectacle I've seen, but for strange, almost unidentifiable reasons. I'm not sure everyone will pick up exactly what they don't like about it, but if you're a diehard fan of the show, you'll feel something isn't on par with the show. The laugh track is gone, the show has traded its sitcom style for a more cinematic polished look, and the characters are all there, but different. Josh hardly even resembles the chubby goof he once was, and Drake seems uninspired with this character. Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh is cute, soft, and original, but lacks the true charm of the entire series. They, the characters have all changed in personalities and appearances, and the actors sometimes look like they are contemplating better things to do with their time. It's time to let this sleeping show lie. I admire the fact that there is a revival, and I'm tickled everyone came back. But with better writing and maybe a little looser grip on the directing, this could have been a more relaxed and enjoyable special. 5 out of 10. So, I have a question. Okay. Was this movie made, like, a little bit after the show ended? Yes. Okay. It's like a send-off. Okay, so then I, I do agree with this reviewer. like Stephen Pulaski. It, 
I don't remember how the show ended, but this does seem like a weird way to like bring it back. Yeah, bring it back and finish it off. And I also didn't realize this was made a little bit after the show ended, which makes sense why you, Lucas, thought that everybody looked older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember in the final season, the fourth season, like three episodes before the end was the TV movie Really Big Shrimp, which should have been like the finale. And then they did like three more episodes, mm. which kind of was like a weird spacing. And then they made this, so I think that's what they're calling to. I okay. thought they made a pretty, pretty good point in the the, the laugh track part of it because that is really yeah. what the movie's missing. Because these characters in the show have all been written and they played forever to have that rhythm in their, you know, in their like comedy. Whether like they say like a quick line and they wait two seconds for the laugh track mm-hmm. and then whether, it keeps yeah, going. whether or not you like a laugh track or not, some yeah. things are written for a laugh track. Uh, yeah, and this is any Nickelodeon show. If is. you go from laugh track to no laugh track it's just weird yeah yeah Yeah. it's a great point yeah my next one is by uh, joshua halstead on december 7th 2008 so right after it came out i actually was surprised that i liked it that much this was a very good movie of course i am a big fan of drake bell josh peck miranda cosgrove and jerry trainer the film was funny and just plain goofy the film was by far one of the best christmas movies that have come out in the last Five years. It was fun to see the cast back together again. The film had its own spin on Christmas and the traditional Christmas songs, Jingle Bells, and 12 Days of Christmas. It was an enjoyable family film. If you're a fan of Drake and Josh, you will love this film. Same goes for if you are a fan of Christmas films. The film was totally kid appropriate. I think it is definitely worth adding to your Christmas collection. 7 out of 10. I think that's just a hardcore Drake and Josh fan. Yeah. Because they said they were huge fans of Jerry Trainer even. Yeah. And yeah. You're not if you're you're only a fan of Jerry Trainer if you're a huge Nick nerd. You they're know? just a big fan of Dan Schneider at this point. Yeah, so I don't think their review is necessarily all that unbiased. It it seemed a lot like a review I would give. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> My next one is great and you'll hear in the beginning. It's by Peel Boy One Thousand on uh November nineteenth, twenty fourteen. Okay, this movie is very cheesy and dumb, but it's a good movie for kids and very entertaining. I'm currently 15 years old. Wow. And I still like Drake and Josh. I've seen every episode about 20 (laughs) times each. (laughs) And I will tell you right now, it's not the same Drake and Josh that you're used to. It's definitely not as funny, but I still like the movie. It came out when I was about nine, so it's been around for about six years. But they play it on Nickelodeon every year around Christmas. So if you have cable, check it out. The side characters aren't that great, but hey, it's Drake and Josh, so what do you expect? Overall, this is a funny, cheesy, entertaining Christmas movie that I would recommend. Six out of ten. That was a very good review. For a 15-year-old? Yeah. I mean, he could have been lying. No, that's a... But this is also the type of 15-year-old who does nothing but spend his time on the internet, so of course he's a good writer. He watches Drake and Josh 20 times. He's he's getting Brandon. bullied at school. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Brandon. I think it's great. It, it, like He brought up great points. Like It all kind of like lines up to what you're thinking about relating it to the TV show and everything. And he's 15. That's great writing. Maybe the future Roger Ebert. Who's Roger Ebert? Oh, you know who Roger Ebert is. Do I? The most famous film reviewer of all time. Ebert? I don't think I, I, don't think I know. Siskel and Ebert? I don't think I know any reviewers. Oh, you know Roger Ebert. I probably do. That's but... that's ridiculous. We run a movie podcast. You don't know Roger Ebert? <laughs> I don't think I know Roger Ebert. Uh, that guy. 
I know Roger Ebert. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. I even know Roger e- Roger Ebert. If you could say his name correctly. Yeah, Roger. T- okay, two more. This one is by Tamarast on... <laughs> Tamarack? Tamarack Brewing Company on uh, December 11th, 2010. I thought Dan Schneider could write. This is so horrible. I begged my son to change the channel. There is nothing worth... Oh, I just jumped. There is nothing worth watching in the entire program. Each actor humiliated themselves, and there was not one cliche or pratfall that was overlooked or overacted. The young actors should be embarrassed that they were part of this. The foster kids, the grumpy older brother, the maybe Muslim kid, the fighting (laughs) sisters, the sick foster mother, and then good old Miranda Cosgrove. Nothing made sense. The jail scene overacted. I like Drake. I like Josh. This is just a mess. Never run this on television ever again. One out of ten. Who who was the Muslim kid? Was that Zigfi? That was Zigfi. Zigfi wasn't speaking Arabic. I just like that they shouted out the sick mother that never made an appearance on screen. Yeah. They're like, you were terrible in this film. <laughs> yeah. Review was a little harsh. Tamarast. I don't. Tamarast. I don't see how Zigfi could be seen as a Muslim figure in this I don't, movie. Maybe because uh, never mind. I don't want to get into it. That's fair. He was speaking like Scandinavian. Oh, yeah, he definitely wasn't speaking any current language. It was like Schliebenschnubeln. I think he might have been Swedish. He could have been Or Finnish would be one of my guesses. Okay. Better than my guess. Yeah, I have no, literally no clue. <laughs> Not Muslim. He wasn't saying Alu Akbar. My last one is by Gimaniki on December 4th, 2020. So pretty recent. I grew up with these guys. Something I bet a lot of people on here reviewing haven't. The movie is absolutely amazing (laughs) and remember what the audience that is targeting as well this is a must have in your christmas movie collection nine out of ten sounds like you no that's you a must have you watch this every year i mean yeah okay and it will be a part of our christmas tradition this is the difference though is that yes i watch it every year but i also recognize it's not a good movie and i don't think that everybody else should watch it every year whereas these people are like you have to watch it i I watch it just because it's some weird thing that my family does (laughs) yeah we'll make it a part of our tradition everybody should watch it speaking of recendations is this a movie you will recommend to people marina i mean yeah sure yeah you, I would recommend it, and you can watch it once. I'm not going to recommend it like you have to watch it every Christmas like I do. It's not, I, I don't know, some really good movie. It's not 127 Hours. Your favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was yawning. <laughs> um, I, no, I wouldn't recommend this. I think even for a lot of Drake and Josh fans, this is like a sad... Sad ending. They're old. Yeah. They're not, you know, they're doing the same things they were doing since they were 12 years old, and you're just like, oh... And then we know Drake Bell is probably just going to go send a dick pic to a girl after. God damn it. Kimbo Slice is going to give that thug dick. <laughs> I forgot about the thug to dick. To Helen. Speaking of, I think Kimbo Slice was the best actor in this whole movie. Kimbo Slice was very good. Yeah. We talked about athlete actors in Sam with Muscles. He's now up there. Maybe that's because everyone else is used to the television cadence. And yeah. Kimbo Slice was just coming in like. Just He's just acting old. his ass off. He was acting his ass Acting off. his thug dick off. His thug dick. But, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it, I don't think. I think I'm going to recommend it to people. Kind of like on the lines of Marina, you don't have to watch it every Christmas. It's not your Charlie Brown Christmas. It's not your Christmas story, Christmas Carol, Home Alone kind of thing, Christmas vacation. But Die hard. Die hard. <laughs> but uh, maybe give it a watch. 
you know? Especially if you're a Drake and Josh fan, I think. I think it's important to at least watch it once. Whether it's good or bad, a Drake and Josh fan will watch it, so. And that's it. That is our episode. A long one at that. What is going to be your podcast question for this episode? My po- I'm going to have a poll and a question. Okay. On Spotify, the poll will be um, which of the three Drake and Josh movies do you think is the best? Go to Hollywood, Really Big Shrimp, or Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. My question will be, what is your favorite live-action Nickelodeon show? Be it Zoe 101, Ned's Declassified iCarly, Victorious, Sam and Cat, Zoe 101, Josh. I think I said that. No, you didn't. Uh, maybe I did. I don't think you did. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and that's going to end it um, next week. The last of our holiday home movies, we have the one, the only, the very popular, the Santa Claus. Yes. With Tim Allen. <laughs> and Bernard. You love Bernard. I don't I know, do. Bernard. He's the hot He's the elf. elf. Oh, heck yeah. So, that's what we're going to end it off on. And then we'll bring you, ring you into the New Year's. And with some New Year's. With, yes. with my movie, with my movie suggestion. Yes, that I is I made true. it into the New Year's slot. Um, <laughs> you New Year's slot. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of New Year's slots out there. Okay. We need to end this. I've hit my Brandon Lucas limit for the day. Oh, you got to stay with us for a little bit. Thank you, Marina, for joining us yet again. Let's hope this pops off like it did last time. Come on, guys. Make me the new highest rated episode. You got to get over 58 listens. I held the record for so long. Everyone to hear about Kimbo's thug dick. Yeah. (laughs) That's what Lucas wants. That's what Marina wants. I'm going to promote this episode extra on social media so more people listen to it. You're going to pay for promotion? Yeah. Okay. And uh, that will end it. Thank you for all for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback. So please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember... If it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably probably the movies. movies.